right. Hey, 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 what's going on out there, everybody? Welcome back. Rep your side. Big dog here with my man, Austin, a.k.a. Smooth Austin. Let's get this. That's right. Let's get this show started right here, man. Big playoff weekend. Did you see it? Did you see it? Was anybody surprised about that sweep with the Bucks? Was anybody surprised about what's going on down there in L.A.? I wasn't. I've been told y'all a long time ago. You lose A.D., you lose LeBron, y'all pretty much gone. You we ain't lost LeBron yet, though. That's hey, what I'm going to say. I say you lost. I said if you lose either one of them, the Lakers was in trouble. What's going on down there with them Knicks? Oh, my God. Are they in trouble? Are they in trouble? Straight did we, bum. Hold on, Fletch. Did they don't <laughs> hype them up a little bit too much? I must have hyped them up too much. Cause I thought they was going to do a little bit better, but you know what? We got to see. I mean, my boys, the jazz are looking good. Is the Suns going to finish off the Lakers? Hey, not going to happen. My Brooklyn all. Nets, what's going on down there in Brooklyn? Are they going to finish off Boston or what? You know what? But we finna kick this show off. And matter of fact, we're going to kick it off by saying Julian Randall, we finna show you some love right now. You won the most improved player of the year. But God damn it, you got to kick it in the gear because God damn it, New York is in trouble if you don't kick it in the gear next, tomorrow night. Let's go. Let's get it. What we got Let's coming kick- up first, man? Man, we're going to kick off the show right now. We got to kick off the show with my bucks. Everybody was talking about, oh, no, we ain't worried about it. Miami going back. They're going to face the Lakers. But the, the question is, oh, no, how many teams do you got? You talking about the Knicks, my hey, Knicks, hey, hey, my hey, Knicks, I gotta, my bucks. What hey, team I got to kick on with us. Hey, I got to kick it off. My Bulls ain't in it, so I got to go to collective team, to, you know, to support me. You know, support yeah. my Chicagoans. I got to get it because if you really look at it, the Heat got somebody from the Bulls. The Bucks, somebody from the Bulls. Um, Who else? I'm sorry. My New York, somebody, somebody from, from the, the Bulls. Bulls. So from I'm representing Chicago yeah. player. Chicago all the way. But here we go. Bucks swept the sweep of the Heat. Brought up the discussion of should Miami have traded James, traded for James Harden? Uh, was yeah, it traded the, for James yeah. Harden with the Heat declined to trade Tyler Hero? My thing is, is this that he should have went all in on trying to get James Harden by letting him slip away? Because I, what I want to say is like this: y'all benched Tyler Hero. He wasn't playing. What he played nine minutes in a whole playoff. You see what I'm saying? Not, so not nine minutes it. in the whole playoffs, but in I think nine minutes in the last uh, game four. Am I right? Uh, I thought it was oh, the yeah. whole playoffs. So maybe no, 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 Maybe I'm making a mistake. Maybe he was averaging nine points. Maybe no, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was averaging nine points. Yeah, you, you correct. You correct. You, you know, correct. so I don't know if the Heat made a mistake. Um, did they see something in Tyler Hero that we didn't see? I don't know what the problem is, but if you had a chance of getting an elite player like James Harden, teaming him up with Jimmy Butler, that would have got y'all over the top. You wouldn't have been swept, I can tell you that. What do you think about it, Austin? My impression of it, big dog, I know you're a guy, you know, that is, you know, trade your young assets if you can get the, the granddaddy of them all. That's how you think, big dog. I know you like trade. Yeah, trade hero, trade none. Trade so-and-so, Duncan Robinson. Trade all these guys if I could get James Harden. You know, I understand that. But for me, I was a guy that was like, you know, Tyler Hero. He played excellent. He looks like the future of Miami. Let's not forget, 
when we first kicked off this podcast, big dog, one of our first episodes, we was talking about Tyler Hero. That was back in September. And you said, you said, Hero looks like the future of Miami. You said that out your own mouth. Didn't you say that? But most definitely said it. That's what you said. But now you're contradicting yourself. I just want to. Well, I'm not contradicting myself because I still think that Hero is an excellent player. It's something going on in Miami this particular year with Tyler Hero. I'll tell you what's going on with I'll tell you what's going on with Tyler Hero. Okay, go ahead and let me know. Miami. It's what's okay. going on with Tyler Hero. You okay. better say, Tyler Hero, a young guy, I'm not going to put it past him. He probably was in the club or whatever. He has a, a beautiful girlfriend. His girlfriend is just wonderfully amazing. Um, she's a, she's a, uh, she has a beautiful face. I just wanted to point that out. But Tyler Hero may have been um, distracted. Let's not forget that Miami can be a place of distractions. My, Tyler Hero was not Tyler Hero that we saw in the bubble. At all, he was he was nothing like that. Tyler Hero was a stud. He was a, he was coming up. I don't know what happened to him this uh this time around. He has to get it. He has to right the ship this coming up um season because if he doesn't, if he does, you know, I think he, he out of there right now. Though I, I'm not gonna even lie to you on that one. I think right now, I think Pat Riley was kind of pissed. He probably pissed at um at a Spolson. You know, what the hell was going on down there? You know, you had Milwaukee's number three years in a row. But when you added that one key element, actually, I'm going to say right now, they added three key elements which shut Miami down. And that's what got Milwaukee over the top. Tell me what those three elements were. You know, it was Drew Holiday. They added Drew Holiday. They got him over the top. Then you get that young stud from Chicago, which is um I'm sorry I can't think of his name the powerful Por- slash center oh 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 um Bobby Portis Bobby, Bobby Portis. Portis yeah he was a which is a defender uh, yeah, which Portis. is a defender to the end which shut Milwaukee down. great role players it, great role players and and and, actually, and that's exactly what they did they added those role players to get them over the top let's not forget Brian Forbes. He yes. was balling. Let's not forget how fundamental he was. They didn't have an answer for him. He was that's definitely right. doing his thing. So he was a key component. Uh, so and that's that, what I'm saying. I think Miami came in this game saying, man, we beat these guys two in a row, man. Let's go ahead and just sweep them out. I think it was two in a row. Let's go on sweep no, them no, out. No, no, they beat them once. They beat them once. They beat them once. I, yeah, okay. they beat them once. They beat them once. Yeah. Okay. But I think they manhandled them uh, in, the, in the season also, too. I think yeah. Miami – was beating them in the season. So what I'm yeah, saying is that was that, in the previous season. They beat them and they beat them again in, in, in right. uh, the bubble and stuff. Yeah. So they basically looking at it like, oh, man, we go in here and have this. So we ain't got to worry about this because we know exactly what they're going to do. This year, you couldn't shut Giannis down. You see what I'm saying? Because Giannis got other weapons. Middleton stepped up big time. We must remember that. He but we knew, but big time. I'm going to say this. We knew that Middleton would step up big time because I've seen him step up big time. The only thing with Middleton was could he come down and hit the big shot when it mattered? And he did that. He, he did. That. It, it, That's what I mean. That shot was the end of all. That was the end be all of that series. After he hit that shot, Miami was drained. It was nothing yep. left. They didn't have yep. no more fight. The next game, they came out and whooped them. The next game after that, came out and whooped them. And the next game after that, they whooped them. So the Bucks, they this was a statement for the Bucks because if they had lost, it was going to be all, 
you know, all out there chaos, shit this team break down, and, and Milwaukee's like, we ain't going this shit. They just said we ain't going. And uh, you heard and what Giannis said. You you, you know, right. you, I can't. I love, I, I love how the NBA is so uh, uh, unpredictable because of the fact that I think I was the only one to see the sweep coming out of here. Yeah, you, you know were. What I'm saying? You were. Everybody and, else, I think, was talking about six, five, six, seven. You know what I'm saying? And, and y'all was going for Milwaukee. I mean, Miami. You wasn't going for Milwaukee. I stuck with Milwaukee. I just thought that Miami had that number uh, because they did it before, and I thought it was just going to happen again. I thought you, Holiday was a good addition. I knew that he could play, but I thought that Miami had the component of understanding how to shut them down with some of the defensive defensive stars they have on their team. Iguodala, even though he's older in age. Uh, Jimmy Butler can play defense. Um, bam. You see what I'm saying? I thought these guys would come together and work together and then put that component of the three-point shooting together, but it just didn't happen. And also, Miami will be, I'm just going to say this, Miami has it. They have the team. Uh, let's not forget, they have Victor Oladipo. He's injured. I, and I kind of hate this for Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo has been an injury-prone guy. I hate it for him. But he will be a good addition to Miami. Don't worry about that. We're going to get into the injuries. We're going to get into the injuries of the NBA because it looks like um, it just as the regular season going on, playoff thing kicked in and injuries are happening. Uh, a lot of them saying? happening. It's, it, it's yes. uh, big names. But my, my answer to you, though, uh, on uh, the, the debate of should James Harden have been uh, – you know, should Miami have traded for Tyler Hero? Looking back on it, if we look at the, the season that Tyler Hero had, you know, it wasn't like his rookie season. It wasn't, you know, so stellar. But that's sometimes what happens in guys' sophomore year when they have a good rookie season. They can fall to off. But I think that Hero is going to understand it, uh, that coming in, I got a ball out. I got to ball out. If I want my big contract, if I want this max, if I want to be viewed as a star now, I have to do it, and I think this young man can do it. I think that he has the he has the talent. You know, Tyler Hero has the talent. He just has to show it. Now, looking on it, I would say I would have traded. Put, uh, I would have put Tyler Hero in the package to get James Harden. But we have to see. Only my, It's too late now. Harden is on the Nets. It's too late to look back on it. But looking back on it now, I would have traded Hero. Now, looking back on it, in the bubble when Hero was balling out, no. I wouldn't have traded him because I was like, like you said, Hero is is my star player. You see what I'm saying? He is my star player coming in five years on down the line when Jimmy Butler is not himself. And Jimmy Butler did not look himself either. He, nope. he, he, so it, it, it's some things that's going to be figured out in Miami. Miami is going to bounce back. They are going to bounce back. Uh, well, the, I think we both is, agree. We yeah. both agree that Tyler Hero is that player. Is Tyler is Miami, the team for Tyler Hero. That's the question, because I don't think he's going to be there. I think Tyler Hero going to move on. Now, I'm going to give you some team. He'll look good in Dallas. He'll look mm. good with the Suns. He'll look good with um, the Jazz. I, I think you, know you hit I'm it saying? on the nose. I think you hit it on the nose with Dallas. Yeah. But I think that, I, to me, though, the thing is, from now, I look at Hero as a complimentary, complimentary guard. You know, he'll yes. compliment somebody right now. Yes. Now, Hero is going to need somebody else to come along with him to get it done, uh, whether that's a championship, Eastern Conference Finals, or just simply moving further than the first round. He's a complimentary guard. So we have to see. Uh, he's going to need that, um, 
that guy to compliment him, their ball handling, because Tyler Hero can handle the ball, but that's not his expertise. He's good at creating shots, catching shoots, uh, pull-ups. You, you know, he's good at that sort of thing. So who is going to be that guard to handle the ball is the only question I have for Tyler Hero in the future because he's not just an – he can handle the ball, but he's not an excellent ball handler. He's a guy that gets his shots up and, and knocks them down. It's just this series did not prove that. But that's the thing that you were getting in James Harden. You were getting the, the spot-up shooter. You were getting the, the facilitator. You know, it would have been nice to see James Harden and Jimmy Butler. Who, hey, you know, they, they could have been the new Nets. If those two were together, been. I would have took them over to uh, I mean, KD and Kyrie right now. But we, are, we already know that James Harden's first uh, choice was Brooklyn, but his second choice was uh, Miami. So, I mean, yeah. I think either or, James Harden is James Harden. He's going to do what he do. So, he would have helped out whatever team that was uh, out there, you Definitely. know. But let's move on, man. Let's move on. Let's, let's talk about these Knicks. What the <laughs> hell is going on with these Knicks? I'm sorry. I think it's all the fame and, and glory that the Knicks had did. They did a big turnaround this year. They made the city back alive again. And every I think we was all giving too much expectations on the Knicks to go further. But I think Alana just got their number. Here we go. What has happened? What has to happen for the Knicks? to ride this ship against the Hawks. But what yes. has to happen for the Knicks to ride this ship to get right. past the Hawks is right. turn off everything. Yeah. Turn off the fans. Turn off the goddamn internet. Restart just like this, just a regular season game and go on that nine-game winning streak like y'all did in the, all, in the regular season. It's what you have to do. All jitters should be gone by now. I'm sorry. Jitters should be gone, turn everything off, and show them who the New York Knicks really is. That's what they got to do for Atlanta right now. Because right now, you're actually letting one man beat you, which is in Trey Young. Well, I'm just sorry. Oh, you're just really letting that no. one man beat you. No, no. Let's take a pause. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Trey Young not the only guy beating him. He not the only guy beating him. You got, yeah. you, you, you got John Collins. You got to think about this. You got John Collins, Capella. Let's not forget, Lou Will can come off the bench and score. We've seen Bogdanovich, uh, Bojan. Uh, the Hawks the, the just have so many offensive skilled players to throw at the Knicks. That is honestly confusing them. You see what I'm saying? It's so many guys. That, and, and remember when I said this. The, remember I said this a week or two ago. I said the Hawks have so many guys. I was taking the Knicks only because they could play defense. And I thought that deep, you know, defense won championships and it will win games. Right. But Trey Young has just proven too much. And his and, and his help. Trey Young help is phenomenal. Trey Young has these guys that can come off the block and shoot threes. It's not just Trey Young. You can't really just double him because you think of it, you, you see what ha what's happening with Luca and uh and, and, and Dallas. You you know, the Clippers tried to double him. Luca passing off his guys were hitting shots. But you that's what, what I'm saying. saying. We're going back to what I said. New York is letting one man beat them. Okay, maybe I need to clarify what I'm trying to say. I'm not talking about just some points. I'm talking about in general because New York is worried so much about Trey Young. Everybody else is eating off the table right now. You see what I'm saying? Because you're so involved of trying to stop Trey Young, everybody else is killing you. So to me, it's Trey Young. Trey Young go down, take him off that team. New York probably will beat Atlanta. 
You know what I'm saying? But I think that that leadership with Trey Young on there right now is the one who is beating the New York Knicks. You got to get away from all that. One man cannot beat you. Focus on everyone else. Focus on doing what you do right. Julius Randle, stop worrying about your shot and see if you can get something else. Come off that three-point line, dominate in that paint, get your game rolling, then your three points are going to come and you're going to kill them. That's all you have to do. You're worried about a three-point shot when you shouldn't be worried about a three-point shot. Get down there in that paint where it matters. Get down there and earn your money down there where it matters. That's what you need to do. Because that's what got you here. Okay? So that's what you need to do to keep you in this playoff. I'm going to say this, big dog. I don't think there's nothing they could do to right the ship. But if I would give some advice, I would say the Knicks have to play the Knicks basketball. They have to go back to, to the 90s era. They got to watch some Patrick Ewing. They got to get fired up. The Knicks aren't fired up. Now, they were fired up in game two. I, I, what, what, it was game two. They were fired up in game two after they uh, they got their win. They were talking about the Hawks suck and the fans were ch- uh, chanting Knicks in five. They were saying something like Knicks in five or something like that. But they got to get to playing Knicks basketball. You see the game that they won, they held the Hawks to under 100 points. Every game yep. the Hawks has won, it's been above 100. So if they want to get to playing Knicks basketball, they have to play defense. Like you said, they have to find some defensive strategy to stop Trey Young. But this is the thing that I would say. I would play Trey Young straight up, but I wouldn't let anybody else beat me on that team. Because like I said, you can't really double Trey Young because he has so many guys. Gallinari is another one. I'm saying the Knicks have to be dominant down low, and that is something that they have not been doing. Capella! Has been having his way, and, and let's not let's just be honest. Who on the Knicks can stop Capella? That's the question. Who can stop him? Because Capella is having his way. John Collins is having his way. They, they it's it's just so much for the Knicks to handle right now. That's why I said they can't right the ship. But if they want to right the ship, it has to start. They, it has to start on defense because that's what what got the Knicks to this point. Agree with you 100%, 100%. But the question is, how will you play these guys? Will you play Trey Young straight up? Will you, you, you know what I'm saying? Are you playing man-to-man? Will you play a zone, 3-2? What, what are you running here? That's the question. How are you going to – because the Knicks have to control the glass. They haven't been doing it. Hawks have been getting offensive rebound. I mean, I said rebound. Offensive rebounds, putting it back up. The Hawks having that way. That's what I mean by guys got to get down there and do their job. Julian Randle got to get down there and do your job. Todd Gibson, you got to get down there and do your job. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and go from there. Don't, you know what? One man cannot beat you is what I'm saying. If you go ahead, let Trey Young be Trey Young. Stop everybody else. Y'all will win this series. That's what you got to do. Got to get back down to the, what they say, the bump and grind. That's what you got to do. Get down yep. there and bump and grind. And that's where you'll get back in this they series. Gotta and they got to come out with fire. And, that's and, right. And, and 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 another thing, and we said when riding the ship, let's not forget, it's going back to Madison Square Garden in Game Five. If you want to ride the ship, you gotta ride it at your home. All them fans are gonna be cheering you on. Madison Square Garden is gonna be packed out over 15k, I believe. So, you know, if you want to ride the ship, it starts. It starts in Madison Square Garden. 
Start staring. Yeah. Like you said, turn off the phones. I agree. Turn it off. Don't don't pay attention to these media analysts because they gonna don't pay attention to us. You know what I'm saying? Don't pay attention to me, Big Dog. Gonna be cheering you on. <laughs> That's right, player. That's right. Don't be paying attention show. to me, Big Dog. Gonna be cheering you on. But Damn I ain't gonna cheer you on. Wrong. Don't pay attention to me. Cut it off. You know, and, and we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's keep it rolling. Let's get it. All right, we're gonna let's keep this rolling right here, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip around a little bit. We're gonna go down there right here, man. And this is my biggest question because I seen something yesterday that was yesterday's game. And we're going back to all our stars, as they say, supposed to be stars are getting hurt. Here we go again with one other big star got hurt yesterday. Can the Wizards come back down from a 3-1? and take the series from the Sixers. And with MB going down, Washington showed that big man not in the hole anymore. Now what's happening? They're attacking the Sixers. Ben Simmons, I don't know what the hell. Listen, this is the reason why I say <clears throat> you were talking about defense. No, I think you were talking about him for defensive player yeah, of the that year was, or that whatever. That was one of my guys. Damn, man. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Ben Simmons, right here and right now. You can play defense. We all know you can play defense. I wish you would get in a goddamn gym with Stephen Curry and learn how to shoot the goddamn ball. Because some <laughs> shots that you was missing in yesterday's game against <clears throat> the Wizards was ridiculous. I can make those right. shots. I can get my fat butt out there and make those shots that you was missing, man. Hey, what is wrong with you? You, you, hey, you gonna be shooting I, like Spice Adams, airballing, hey, shooting those, shooting behind the backboard. Hey, I'm just letting them know. I'm just letting them know, man. There was some easy shots he could have made on uh, yesterday's game, and he blew it, man. I, it, it, just like Ben Simmons, you get you just like you get in the gym and learn how to play defense. Get in the gym and learn how to shoot. I don't care if you can't shoot no three-pointer. Don't care nothing at all. But damn it, you need to hit a free throw. <laughs> damn it, you need to hit a layup. Damn it. I mean, he can make layups. That's where he made He was missing them all day yesterday against Washington. He was missing easy layups. That's what I was talking about. He yeah. was missing easy layups. You know what I'm saying? So, Ben Simmons, I'm putting this on you. You the superstar of that team supposedly would it be. Damn it, show it. Because you didn't show it last night. At all. I'm going to say this. I think what's the problem with Ben Simmons, um, being that B was out and Ben was supposed to step up, I think the problem with it is being that I think he can actually shoot. Not like shoot great, but I think he can, he can knock down some jump shots. But I think that what, what's happening with Ben Simmons, I, I can't really explain it, but it's a confidence issue. It's a confidence issue with Ben Simmons you know because you know he's coming up. Coming up in LSU and in high school, he was knocking down jump shots. He yeah, wasn't a bad. He wasn't as bad this. as a, of a shooter as he is now. Is. Let, let, let me ask you a question: How long has Ben Simmons been in the NBA? This is going on his third year, I believe. I, I believe it's third, third or fourth year. No, I think it's more than that. I think he's been in a little bit more. I think it's like no, nah, this got to be like his fourth or fifth year or something like that. We're gonna get that to y'all to find out. But what I'm saying is this. I can understand that. Four, this, this is Simmons. fourth year. This is fourth, fourth year. year. Right. That's what I thought. I knew it was a little longer than that. You've been in the NBA four years. I can give you your first year. Jitters, all that. Right now, fourth year, all the jitters and stuff is it's gone. It's gone. You get out there and perform like you're supposed to perform. Everybody is trying to label you as one of the greats. Well, damn it, show me that you're one of those greats. 
you know, because right now it's not being shown. I understand MB went down. Hell, you're supposed to be the star of the goddamn team anyway. Not MB. That's what I'm trying to say right now. Get in, get off of the high horse. Get your butt in there and do what you got to do to bring the uh the Sixers to win this game. I mean, because y'all had the hell, you had a clean sweep. Let Washington sneak up and get one. You let them sneak up and get one tomorrow, y'all might be in trouble. Uh, I'm going to say this. I think that it's done for now. I, I think it's over. But like I said, I said, and we, we had our predictions. I said Washington was going to get one. This we, all one. we all this did. We all did. Now, look. This was day we one. All, That's all I was saying. We say. all did say that Washington was going to win one. I agree with you, too, because I was leaning on more of a sweep. But I said, no, nah, knowing Washington, they would get one. I said that, you know. Um, so, I don't know. This they, is Washington. I think it's over them. Uh, when the next time they play? Uh, tomorrow. Uh, no, they don't play tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday. Oh wait, wait, you right? Wait, wait, wait. My that bad, my Wednesday. bad, my tomorrow bad. Is I, I, I'm losing track of my days. I'm losing yeah. track of my days. <laughs> Wednesday. He, they, yep. uh, it, it's over tomorrow. It's over. But uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like I, I hate that Embiid go uh, went down. Well, I, what was the injury? One more time. I'm trying to remember. Uh, back. His lower, back. Lower, what they say, lower thigh, upper back, or whatever. He fell hard to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it's not looking good. I think it might be a little spasm. It might be something like that, uh, soreness. You know, he a big guy, so that's the reason why. So I don't I'll know. I'll tell you this. I think that uh, the 76 is commissioned beat in game five. I, I don't think it's, – is he coming back for game five? No, they don't. They don't, okay. have, they don't have a time frame right now yeah, for Ben yeah. Simmons. Yeah, they don't uh, have that for, time for he, he a day to, yeah, yeah. day to day. But even still, with Embiid being out, and if Washington, let's just say hypothetically, what Washington take the game tomorrow, okay? Yeah, the Sixers are still not in trouble. No, they they're not still gonna give time for Embiid to rest up, get back, and then they'll go ahead and take the series, and and we'll send Westbrook on bye bye. Send them on home, you know. So, but I don't think the Sixers have anything to worry about. Nah, right it's now. not. It's so. not nothing to worry about. I say and be, you know, yeah. get to rest. Uh, well, they will have to play. Uh, depending on um, who wins, they will have to play. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh uh, no, no, they plan. They plan. Look, the Nets is playing uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, and they will have to play the winner. They will have uh, to play the winner of, of the Hawks and, and the Knicks. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I mean, even I mean, I don't want to say Look, like this, I'm but I, like I can this. say they I'm probably could afford like to miss and be for like game, game it, I'm a, moving I'm on probably like game this. one or two. Right. right. I'm gonna say it like this: the Knicks. I mean, the Sixers has an easy road. Yeah, definitely to the Eastern Conference. To the, to the they Eastern have an because they were number else. one seed. They were number right, one seed, it, so you know. Right. Than anybody else right now, so. We have to we have to look at that, but let you know we were talking about teams, man, in trouble and all. Let, let's go to this one here, man. Let's hit them Lakers, man. Another superstar goes down, and I said it from the beginning. If you I can't AD, stand you, man. If you go ahead, AD or LeBron, I say AD or LeBron, the Lakers were in trouble. That's what I'm saying. Okay, will the Lakers win Game Five without AD? Right now, it looks like the Lakers are in trouble. I'm sorry. Because they were barely winning with AD against the Suns. Let's take what a pause. are they going to do? If AD did not get off. injured in that game, if AD did not okay. get injured. But what did I just say? They we were barely winning yeah. with AD. 
But I'm saying like this. Now y'all putting all the pressure on LeBron. You forcing LeBron's hand. So it's, not good. it's not good when you put all that pressure on LeBron because he chokes. He chokes. Mm -hmm. Take you a know, pause, man. Take, take a pause. We're risking man. the chance of your boy going down there take trying a pause, to kill man, so bitch, much. Dog. We're not going to act like LeBron ain't clutch. That's all he did in the playing yeah, tournament. I don't, give, I don't give a damn about that. He ain't clutch. That was the yeah, luckiest AD won, AD won on hey. his game then. So that was, a luck, that was one of the luckiest shots ever made. So we ain't going off oh that clutch God. stuff. But all I'm saying is this. You're forcing the man hand. He's going to have to do a little more driving than he want to drive. All of a sudden, that ankle going to go to... He gone. All gone. All look, done. look. Stop jinxing LeBron James and Anthony Davis, man. I'm yeah, I don't, speaking, I don't know what you got. Truth. I, I don't jinxing. know what you got, man. But stop, stop jinxing my boy AD, uh, especially AD. Stop jinxing my guy. And, and I'm gonna say this, man. A if watching Anthony Davis just like, cause he didn't fail repeatedly, uh, multiple times. Um, I don't know. That's my thing. It, 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 been, every time he falls, man, he just I've been meaning to ask you: Is he flopping, or is he legitimately falling? Because it's like every, almost every possession or every other possession, Anthony Davis is on the ground. Yeah, every quarter, like, it's every what? quarter. He yeah, I'm like, what's what's going on with that? Know. I think he. I mean, let's just be honest. He's been fighting through a lot of injuries. You can tell Anthony Anthony Davis still hurt. Uh, but I think this one the one that kind of messed him up, man. My heart dropped when I seen him fall. I like every time he fall, it, it, I be thinking he having an ACL injury. He be clutching on his knees, and I be like, Lord, just please let let him get up, please. We need to. Well, they, they, yeah, so. they had an what they had an MRI, and it was on his uh, hamstring, and they said it's serious. So. Yeah, on his groin. I, I think it on was his, his groin. Is it groin? Uh, I thought yeah. they said hamstring, maybe groin, groin. whatever. Yeah. So, and they said it's serious. So, like I say, they say he's day to day. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta wait and see. We gotta wait yeah, and see. We, we, Laker fans, uh, I know y'all nervous. Yeah. Well, well ain't nobody nervous. nervous. Listen, when nervous. you got King James, ain't no reason to be nervous. I hear you. you got King James. And, 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 and let's just, I'm gonna say this. Bring this back. We're gonna act like LeBron James hadn't, you know, got his teams to a, a standpoint of uh, coming. We're not gonna act like he hasn't got his teams to positions to win by himself. Let's go back to the Cavs. He was facing that that Warriors team. That, now that was not expected, but he was facing that Warriors team without uh, his Kyrie, without uh, Kevin Love. His best player at one time was Della Vadova. Let's not forget he hasn't showed out before without his without his uh, you know key stars. So I think he can get it done. King James versus uh, Devin Booker. I, I, I'm taking King James. Well, you James. know what? I'm going to give you this one here. I'm going to give you I'm this taking one. King taking James. King James. I'm going to take King James for this one, too, y'all. Y'all going to be surprised because I said this, that. This hold on. Hold on. Y'all going to be surprised because I said I'm going to take King James. King James is going to break another record. He's going to break one of his own records uh, this series because what that has not happened, King James has never, never, ever came out of the uh, – have not came out of the first round. Yeah, never. he always – he ain't never he, – he never lost in the first round. This is his first year. His record will be broke this year. There you go, Laker fans. Y'all heard it first from Big Dog. He will not be coming out of the first round this season. Listen, the Suns are a great team. I'm going to get that to him. They are a great team. CP, uh, he had a scare earlier. I thought he was going to be out for a while. I'm glad to see CP come back because he definitely made the series interesting, being a fan of basketball. But 
this is what I'm saying. The Suns definitely have a shot now that Anthony Davis is out. Aiden is going to play phenomenal. The question is, can the Lakers survive those punches? I think they will because why? This is a finals of former, former finals NBA champion last year. They're competing for it this year. These guys know what to do and step up in positions like this. I think it's going to happen. Now, uh, another injury, a big-time injury. We saw KCP uh, injured and stuff like that. We'll have to see uh, what's going on with him. But I think they can adjust. These 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 guys have won before. Kyle Kuzma, it's crazy that that sound, has won before. He's stepped up. Caruso is a guy I know will step up. So King's Edge is going to have a lot on his plate. We'll see. He's definitely going to have to score around 30 points and almost a triple-double. But he, 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 he's going um, he's going to need some help from this support cast. And, and somebody huge to me who has to step up major is, is Jarman. That's what I'm looking for. Can Jarman mm. stop Aiden? Because mm. he hasn't no. been able to. No, Can he stop? He's not. He, if he no. wants to win, no. he has to step up now. You're putting too much pressure on Jarman. Don't even do that. No, he's not going to. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. My, my saying, I'm, I'm completely honest. I, I, I'm biased right now. But I have faith in these guys because they have got it done before. Just not with AD, but they have got it done before. These guys have stepped up. They are in trouble. They are. And like I said, I think I predicted seven or or six. I predicted six. You say six. Y'all been going six. You and Rizzo yeah. both going six. Yeah, but you if, said seven. If, if the sun, if it, the sun win tomorrow night, this series to, is tonight, a seven game tonight, series. Tonight. Uh, tonight, I'm sorry. If yeah. they win tonight, it's a seven game series. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a seven-game series. It's, it's seven That's all games. I got to say on that one, man. But let's talk about the real L.A. team. My Clippers. My Clippers. My Clippers. How many teams is he going to have? Hey, I'm going to have a lot of them, player. He got four or five teams of, in the NBA That's playoffs. right. That's right, man. Hey, man, look, the real L.A. team, man, do we think they coming back off this being down 2-0? You know what I'm saying? They showed the Mavs who the Clippers really is. So yeah. let's just see. Can the Clippers, I mean, can the Mavs ride this ship? Yeah, after can they write the ship? Yeah. Right, right. At, at the Mavs, can the uh, Mavs write the ship after letting the Clippers come back from being two games down? Mm. You know what? I got, I, I got to, hey, I, I'm like you on your Lakers. I got to do it for my Clippers. I got to hope and pray. That's the only thing I can say because I right now I think it's too much uh, uh, the math, too much Dallas. It's too much Luca. They haven't found an answer for him, which I wouldn't find an answer for Luca. Once again, I'm going to say this. I used to say this back in the day, years ago, with your major superstar. That one man cannot beat you. Stop the other team. That one man score 100 points. He can't beat you. Stop the other team. That's you what I was saying. Stop the other members That's of the team. That's what I was saying Luka, about Trey Young. Uh, right. You know, yeah, go ahead. But Luca cannot beat you by himself. You know what I'm saying? So let Luca do what he do. Shut everybody else down. That's what you got to do. That's just yeah. how I look at it like this. If the Clippers come out and with that kind of attitude, you will win this series, man. We can't, look, I'm going to tell all the people out there, everybody that had yeah. a problem with PG. It ain't PG. PG doing his job this year in this playoffs in this series. PG is performing. PG has showed up. Where the hell is the rest of y'all at? I'm not and, saying and, Kawhi ain't did here because everybody know what Kawhi gonna do. I never bring up Kawhi because everybody know Kawhi gonna have the numbers. He has the numbers every game. The problem is where's the supporting cast at? Because everybody and, was complaining. PG didn't show up. That's why we lost. He's showing up this season. And, He's showing and up this, this series. I'm gonna say this. 
I'm glad you said we're the supporting cast. In these last two games, tying the series up 2-2, they have been there. Reggie Jackson is a That's uh, what a I'm huge, saying. You know, Marquise, uh, Mark, I mean, Marcus. Marquise um, Moore. Yeah, Marcus Morris, uh, Rondo. They have showed up, and I think that um, it was See, the problem is with Lou, and, and, and I told you what I had with Lou. What the hell is Rondo sitting on the bench for when Rondo was supposed to be running that floor? Rondo need to be in that game. You want to win this damn series, Rondo need to be on the floor. He's Period. That's the reason you brung him in. You don't need him for regular season, but you needed him to run the floor. Yeah, Rondo has been starting these series. Yeah, he's, he's and that's what he's supposed running. to be yeah. doing. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you know, they have been there. They stepped up. I, I think it was since uh, the the Mavs. They had came on and hit the uh, hit the uh, they hit the Clippers in the mouth in Game Three. They were up thirty to eleven. Something happened after that timeout. After four fifteen in the first uh, first quarter, everything turned around for the Clippers. They came out, ended up blowing out the uh, the Mavs, blew them out in uh, blew them out in Game Three, blew them out in Game Four, blew them out the water. Now Luca has been battling an injury uh, too. I think it's something wrong with his neck. He's definitely still going to play though. But Luca, you know, like you said, I think that the the uh, the Clippers understood that you can't really stop Luca. You got to stop the supporting cast. They did that, and the Mavs have kind of cooled off. Uh, they've cooled off the threes that they hit. They were hitting like eighteen plus threes in all three games or all four games. I think they hit eighteen plus. But the thing about it is, the Clippers have been winning down low in the paint. They have scored a lot of points in the paint. But the Mavs are taking too many, too many, too many threes, and it's catching up to them after hitting so many and being hot. They're taking too many shots. So. The Clippers are doing what they have to do to right the ship. They have the stars. And Kawhi and PG have stepped up to a, a, another level. And like you said, the supporting cast has came along with it. And the Clippers are a better team. What you know, they have they have too many guys. They they're they're so um they're so deep that it's unbelievable. They they stepped up. And you know, they had to step up. It wasn't no question because Twitter was gonna flame. You see what I'm saying? PG ain't had no choice. Kawhi, I mean, he would have. He nobody would have cared about Kawhi because he was still balling out. But PG ain't have no choice, and he he showed up. PG showed up because uh, a lot right. of people was on his tail. He he showed up. You know they're playing better defense. They're hitting. They're they're being the best three point shooting team in this playoff series right now, uh, as they were in the regular season, shooting over forty percent from the three point line. So they stepped up. They ride this ship, and honestly, I think the Mavs in trouble. I, I, I don't know if Luca can do anything else more than he's doing to help this team win, unless the Mavs just come out and start raining threes and, and hit eighteen plus. Well, they'll have to hit twenty four plus almost to win this series. Seems like because they're taking so many threes right now, they're not getting no points in the paint. KP, um, Porzingis, I can't watch him, man. I can't watch Porzingis. It, he has matchups, mismatch. He decides to take a three. I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch him. You got Body never never mismatch. understood the big hype when the Knicks had uh, drafted him. I didn't understand. He the was big balling hype out. Over he, 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 I, I just Porzingis. still didn't understand the hype over, over uh, Porzingis. That just me. Porzingis you know, taking too many shots for me. He got to get down low and bang because that's something I think that, like you said. Uh, who is somebody you said didn't get down to uh, low and bang is enough? You said that about AD. Yeah. MB. MB. Uh, uh, MB. 
Yeah. You've got to yeah. get down low. You know, I know, understand, I understand that we're living in a world of three-point shooting because of Stephen Curry, because of the Warriors. You know, teams like that. And you got uh, big, the Dane uh, Dollars. You yeah, got the and, Dane Dollars. And you got the you got big my, man stretching it out. You know, you right. got uh, Jokic can hit it. I, you know, I and Big can that. hit it. You got so many big man. I understand yeah. that. But my, my thing is, is this. That is your secondary weapon. Your main weapon is to get down low and bang. You are a big man. That's where you're supposed to be. Get them rebounds. Get them block shots. Putting the ball back in the hole. Then all of a sudden, once you got the game handled, you want to go out there and, go, and work on your three? Not kill them with the three. You know what I'm saying? Because now they're going to be like, damn, I can't be defend and be, you know. Now, all of a sudden, when people realize that Embiid is going to stay on the three-point line, yeah, we can defend him. We can defend him. But if you got your inside and outside game, we can't defend that. Can't defend no inside-outside game. That's what I was saying about him. So I will always say, all you big men, I understand y'all want to do it, you know. And they can, hit, they can hit the shots. You can, but you're yeah. more dangerous in the hole. You just don't realize that. You're more yeah. dangerous in the hole. Yeah. And, so and that's that, just my thing. Yeah, that's that's just my thing. I can't watch Porzingis, man, because Porzingis was brought in to be the two guy for Luca. And let's just be honest, if Luke, if Porzingis was stepping up right now, the Clippers would be in trouble. Yeah. Porzingis ain't stepping up. You know, Luca been doing it all by himself. That's why I said, you know, uh, the Mavs. They got. If I was the Mavs, I'd get rid of Porzingis right now. Yeah. I would get rid of Porzingis. Yep. I'll be honest. He he's not the two guy. Uh, the two. Uh, you know, the go-to guy after Luca. Uh, that they thought he would be. Yep. I buy Porzingis. That's what I say. Yep. See yep. you, Mark Cuban. Hand him his ticket. You you see what I'm saying? I Porzingis. That's that's my think, only thing. Think, that's why I say look, they I'm gonna say this because if they blow Luka this, if they blow this yeah. If they blow this series, somebody if they, he gonna do some shaking yeah. up. Some got it each other. And, and I hate to say it, if if it continues this way, which the Mavs they look out of they they look out of life. And I said this last week also. I said you know the Mavs they they're not a come from behind team. If you hit them in the mouth, they're not gonna come from behind. It's just too much to overcome. Luca can't do it all by itself. So the Mavs mm-hmm. they were winning games by hitting the Clippers in the mouth and running off with it. It's just in Game Three the Clippers got hit in the mouth. And they took their punch, and they start throwing blow after blow. You see what I'm saying? They start. Right, but I'm, I'm, you, you I'm gonna leave it at this. I'm know? gonna leave it at this. Whoever take tomorrow night game is taking the series. That's yeah, it. yeah, we taking the series. I'm just saying and, right and, there. Whoever wins. I'm gonna be honest. The Clippers gonna take this series. I, 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 I believe said, it. The the momentum is with the Clippers. It, it, yep. All the Clippers gotta do is hit the the mouths in the in the mouth. Bah! Hit them like that. It's over. No, nope. it's over with. Are the Mavs, they're not good for playing from behind. Go ahead. No, they're not. They're not at all. Hey, we're going to move on, man, but we got a touchy subject right here. So, Big Dog might get a little pissed off as usual, but we're going to hit this, man. Man, this tension's flaring between fans and players, with the fans being banned for life. Okay, most recently, we got to say this. We're talking about you messing around. You're not messing around with – how can I say role players? You playing with my elite players. Star. You know what I'm saying? Star what players. What do you like them or not? You there to support to, your to team. En- yeah, and enjoy the enjoy game. Enjoy the game. You're not there to spit on players, to throw popcorn on players, to throw a water bottle on players. And not you know harass the family of John Morant. Let's not forget that. Thank He's you. saying racial slurs in Utah. So, That's you know, I'm Salt saying. Lake City. So, yeah. What I what I gotta say is this, you know, I agree. NBA, y'all doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to ban players. 
but also I need some people knocked the fuck up. And you that's know what what's I'm happening. Saying? And I'm gonna say only the one person is being charged, and that's the one that threw that water bottle at Kyrie with the guy who was what yeah. 22 years, 21, 21, 21. Years old. Yeah, I'm and, not gonna even say his name. Uh, yeah, know? I wish I wouldn't say his name either. But what I'm saying is this: they charging him. You being locked up, you're gonna be charged for throwing that water bottle. But the one that threw the popcorn on, on, on my boy Westbrook need to be locked up. The one that spit on Trey Young need his ass whooped and locked up. Because Same that both of the family me, of you couldn't have held me back. I would have went in that stand and I probably would have beat the brakes off of that dude. There is no way, no why. And, and look, I'm not trying to, Go oh, wait, I got to say one more thing. I'm not trying to sound racist or nothing. But why is it all white fans sitting on my black people? Why is it all white fans throwing popcorn? You hit water bottles. White people? What the hell is going on? You don't see us in the stands throwing popcorn, throwing bottles, spitting on people, talking about people's family, threatening people's family. We're not doing that. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I love sports just like the next man. I love my Chicago team probably more than anybody. I'm a big Chicago fan. Win or lose, I'm for Chicago. But I'm not going to spit on no other, no opposing team. That's some bull. Me, personally, if I was you, Trey Young, somebody ass would have got their ass knocked the hell out. I can guarantee you that. Because you ain't going to spit on me and think something ain't going to happen. Ultimate you know, now I don't know if Trey didn't notice that he got spit on because I, I don't think he, he I don't think he, I, he yeah, I he think it's because, because uh, D Rose, I think he noticed that he was like, um, if you see the reaction of D Rose, like, oh, that's nasty when it was right. on the bench and they and showed it's it. an assault. That is, you know, people don't understand. You spit on me. It is an assault. It it's is. a felony charge. It's not misdemeanor. It's felony. You're going to jail. You know and, what I'm saying? Talking about banned for life. Fuck banned for life. He need to be locked up. No, he don't you need know? to be locked up. He need, like you said, he need his ass beat. Oh, he would have got whooped if it was his ass I'm sorry. It's no way in the world that anybody could have held me back from whooping his ass. L- listen, he would have got his ass whooped. Listen, run our test. If they let these players run our test, these fans. That's all I'm yep. gonna say. And, and yep. I hate for this to happen though, because like you said, it's it's all been just you know Caucasian people, and and, and I and you know it, it's it's pointing to the narrative of. You know, we, we know this big movement of Black Lives Matter and what's going on. People are, some people are awake and some people are still sleeping. They ignoring it. But this movement has become powerful. And just to see this and and, and just see that people, I, I, I've been known, I've been understood this, but people have, you know, they're going to take their sides. You know what I'm saying? And you can't change these people. And some people are just being ignorant to the fact. And if you look at it, if you look at the color of these people, you would think, just looking from the outside, that it's racially motivated. Am I right or am I wrong? And in and most cases, it, it may do. not be. But oh, listen to this. Outside, looking in. Go ahead. Think about this. This had nothing to do with the team of Boston. It had nothing to do with the team of the Knicks. This have nothing to do with that. It don't have nothing to do with their organization. This is you as a person. You chose to do this. This ain't got nothing to do with the Knicks. This ain't got nothing to do with Boston. You know what I'm saying? This ain't got nothing to do with the Grizzlies. So that's what I'm saying. Come on. We got, we, you got to grow the hell up. It's just a game. This is a game. This ain't, this is, I mean, what the hell? It's what, a damn yeah, game. That's what I'm but saying. But yet, you took it upon yourself to throw a water bottle at me, popcorn at me, 
spit at me or threaten my family, I got every right to come up there and whoop your ass. And would nobody been able to stop me from doing it if it would have been me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just yeah. saying, you as a fan, sit your ass down, enjoy the game, win or lose, enjoy. We all do the same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm we a, all do the same. I'm not a LeBron fan, but I ain't going out there spitting on him. No. I'm not. I'm not throwing popcorn on him. I respect him as a player. You love you calling my I'm boy saying? a b word, though. I can love to call him a b word, but I'm not gonna go out there and 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 assault this man. I'm not gonna talk about his family. His family ain't got a damn thing to do with what's going on out there on the it's court. Not. It's not. That's the only thing I'm saying. So I'm just saying it's like this: you young folks out there, all three of you guys, you lucky. That's the only thing I'm going to say. You lucky. Because if it had been me, you wouldn't have been lucky at all. I can guarantee and, you that. And, and something that I, I I think that angers me a little bit is because if I saw that as a fan, I would have been. If I saw somebody throw something at Kyrie, me, myself, I would have took the guy down personally and beat his ass for Kyrie. You see what I'm saying? For Trey Young. I wouldn't be pointing fingers. He would have got something about by myself if I was sitting there because That's you right. shouldn't be allowed to do that. Now, and you, right. if you can take me to jail, I'll be arrested. But I say that yeah. I did it for a good cause. You, you yep. see what I'm saying? And, that's, and, right. and that's all I would say. You, you you don't do that type of stuff. And, and, you know, it seems like these fans all of them coming to these games. To it, From my point of view, it's like you coming to the game. Is, is you coming to enjoy it? Is you coming specifically bother these players? What is your motive here? You see what I'm saying? Because it's happening back to back. And also... Right. Uh, I just want to point this out. I actually wrote a a, a, a blog on this. Uh, I kicked off Rip Your Side Sports Blog. If you guys want to check that out, go do that. I will put it in the link in the description of this audio segment or on this or or, or video, whichever one we decide to do. I will put uh, that article in there. Uh, it's called, you know, Tensions Flaring Between um, Fans and Players. Why is this? And I explain why. Go check that out. Please do. Um, but going back to the topic, it, it just infuriates me because you're looking out outside, out from the in, outside to the inside, looking in. Yeah, yeah, it looks racially motivated, and it's very yeah. upsetting because you know these events are are occurring back to back to back. Now I can't remember an instance in basketball specifically where there have been fans that's tormenting or, or in the limelight of the media as such. With fans just tormenting players in a week of a in span of a week, four altercations have occurred be- between black men and 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 their families, uh, you know, by white people, Caucasian people. It's it's truly upsetting, and I don't want to make it like that because it may not be. But fans are taking this too personal. Why is what 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 is it the Excitement? Are you glad to be back there, or was is your purpose? Like I said, it was your purpose to come to the game to aggravate these players because it seemed like it's not working because you, the team's still losing. <laughs> in Trey Young case, you still your team's still losing. In Kyrie case, now Russell Westbrook case may not be the same. John Morant may not be the same, but you they still balling out. You see what I'm saying? You're not just welcoming them by doing this. You only taking yourself to jail, free card. And I, I really like what they did in this Boston situation. Now, I want to take this back because I asked this question on Rip Your Side. Uh, Big Dog, you may have seen it. And um, I asked the question, a poll, uh, everybody um, seemingly agreed. But the question was, if uh, a player were to, to disrespect your logo, 
would you uh would that player be uh subject to harm? Everybody no. said no. I no. totally agree. I totally agree. No. But this no, is No, I look at it this way. You gotta look at it this way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Kendrick Perkins of saying this today about this with this Boston thing going on down there with Kyrie stepped on the logo of the little leprechaun. Like 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 Kendrick <laughs> Perkins said like this. Hey, you gotta think about it. They take that flow up, they take that logo up. It's never the same logo. The floor is gonna be taken up, it's gonna be buffed out. And then the logo is going to be put back on the floor. What harm has Kyrie did to that logo? You realize how many players who run across back and forth and step on that logo every night? Now think about that. Did y'all ever think about that? You want to, because I do have a problem with Big Baby, and I have a problem, love my boy KG. You know I love him to death. But I have a problem with y'all having a problem with Kyrie stepping on the logo. Oh, okay, well, let me think about this here. KG, how many times have you stepped on that logo? Big Baby, how many times you stepped on that logo? That's not I like. You went back and forth, back and forth. Everybody's stepping on that logo. Why is you making a big issue about it? I think that the That's issue that they were making, though, um, it was that, you know, it was the end of the game. And it, 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 let's just be honest. It was seen as a sign of disrespect to uh, some. Let's, let's just be real. It was seen as a sign of disrespect. Um, because it was after the game, and he personally walked up to it and stepped on Let it. me ask you a question. You know, stepped on the logo. Let me yeah, ask go you ahead. A How many of players that we've seen past or future, even LeBron James, that's supposed to be the greatest in your time, not in my time, in your time. Actually, my said, time. I feel like my time on, is Kobe. Hold on. Hey, hold go on. ahead. Has, okay, well, Kobe, whatever. Has said something to the fans. Was that disrespectful to that team? Was it disrespectful for that team at that time? LeBron in the last game said something to one of the fans. Was that disrespectful? I'm just saying, how was that to me? It's not disrespectful for what Kyrie did. It's not because Kyrie never felt welcome in Boston. He never felt welcome from the fans. So I'm trying to figure this out. Like, how was that disrespectful? I'm going to say this. I think that Boston created a, a, an environment for Kyrie that was actually good. Well, hold on, hold on. I think hold it was good. Like, I, I, I don't hold think on, that he on, had. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's say like this, and it's something that hasn't been I, corrected. I and I'm going to go all the way ahead. back. Hold on. I'm going all the way back to Larry Bird, where it's not been corrected yet. That everybody knows that the city of Boston is a racist-ass team. A the racist city, ass yeah, no, town. The city, because the, let's the go to the red side. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying it's like this. It is known for Boston to be racist. You know what I'm saying? It, how many players have complained about the fans in Boston? Plenty of times. You know times. what I'm saying? You know, it's uh, a lot of yeah. players. Uh, uh, even players even players in this. Uh, yeah, play for them. Yeah, you look play at Mark. Uh, Marcus Smart said something about something that happened to him in Boston. Right. And he played for so the I'm Celtics. Saying, so I'm saying, how is that disrespectful? That's not disrespectful. He giving, he giving it back to what y'all giving to him. That's how I feel about it. And, and I want to say this, though. Um... What I take from it is, you know, fans disrespect players all the time in games. And all the time. Asking, all the know, time. They're booing Kyrie or, uh, uh, you know, walking through. They, F Kyrie! You know what I'm saying? I'm like, now, what was that? Yeah, well, every that time he touched the ball. Lady. Yeah, what in LeBron James. What did she say yeah. to LeBron James? And he had to tell her, yeah. watch your mouth, woman. Yeah, the security guard. Watch your mouth, woman. Hey. That's what hey, I'm saying. Yeah. So how is that disrespectful to yeah, that fan, team? Y'all constantly disrespect. Disrespecting the player, your yeah. fans in Boston is, and I'm not saying your fan, but the fans of Boston is always disrespecting 
other players. So yeah. you just got back what you give out. Yeah, and, and I'm going to say this, you know, I think that the thing, the problem that I had with Kyrie was that, you know, Boston, to me, maybe it was just the fans, period. But Boston front office, I thought they treated Kyrie well. I thought they did because, you know, when he wanted out, he got shipped out immediately. You, you know, when he wanted out, Boston made the trade for him to go to Brooklyn. He ended up with KD. You, you see what I'm saying? I thought that the environment that Boston treated him was excellent. Now, the fans may have been a different experience for him. Like he quoted that he had an issue with the fans or, the, uh, or he said a statement about a warning of, of fans. And uh, that was just something that was brought up. But uh, what I would say, though, is going back to, if you don't know, um, before the bottle that was thrown at Kyrie uh, by a 21-year-old individual, he stepped on the logo, and people are saying, um, Kyrie, some people are saying Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving um, was uh, subject to that horn. You see what I'm saying? Because of him disrespecting the logo. Now, this is the only thing that I got to say about it. I don't think that Kyrie should have uh, stepped on the logo at all um, because, like, you already won the game. There was no point of it. But to me, the thing about it was if Kyrie stepped on that logo, being and knowing the way – well, he stomped on it, let's be honest, and squished it like a bug. If he stepped on that logo, he knew that he was going to get a reaction out of somebody. He knew that because of, like he said, the environment in Boston is racist. You know what I'm saying? It is they are racist. You know, so he should have known that stepping on that logo would provoke somebody because fans take ask, things personal. Let me ask the question though. Now, this is the thing that I gotta say. Somebody that should have took it personal, you know, fans. I don't think that's up to the fans to handle that sort of thing. You see what I'm saying? If he disrespects a logo or something like that. Now I'm gonna take it back to the TO situation. You remember when TO Stepped on the Dallas Cowboys uh, logo, and he he did his granddaddy mall. Uh, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that you did that. Let me let me mention this one also. Go ahead. Okay, you you just mentioned To. You yeah. did it on the logo. Yeah. Was somebody doing TikTok on the logo this year? I don't know. Do I remember? Was somebody Juju? doing TikTok? Was Juju. somebody doing TikTok on the logo? Juju Smith. I'm trying to figure this out. What is the problem? This oh, you was, understand? Kyrie Swiss, he could have been, hey, could have been a bug down there. We don't know. Maybe that's why he was switching his feet on the nah, it, it wasn't. I look at it like this. How many times no in the game do you run over that logo? How many times in the no, game? No, I, 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 I mean, thousands of times. This is I what see. I'm saying, though. It was a different tone. The game was over. Nobody, like you said, they running on the logo. I understand that. But nobody stumps on the logo like they squishing the bug. He stepped on the man's face and squished on him like he was a bug. Hey, it was funny to me. Hey, hey I was laughing. I was laughing. Hey, let me tell you something, player. We don't know what kind of bugs they got in Boston. It might have been one down there and he was trying hey, to kill hey, it. Hey, hey, That's all I'm going to say. He wasn't no bug down there, but hey, I go. He might have been trying to kill that cockroach. Hey. Hey, but this all I'm saying, though. Kyrie should have known that doing that would have provoked the fan. I think that he knew in uh, some ways, some, and, and part of my mind, I think that Kyrie understood that if he did that, it would provoke a fan, which he did. Um, that's just my only thing. He provoked the Celtics. Doing stuff like that was kind of provoking 
the fans. Let's just be real. It provokes the fans because some fans, like I said, they take it too personally, which you should not do. What I'm going to say is the only people that should have saw this disrespect were actual players of that team. Actual players on that team. I'm not talking about former players. Well, former players. Former players. Former players going to take it as disrespect. But, but we're not talking about former players. We're, we're not talking, talking about players on that, on that team, team right now. Is the only one, and not one of them spoke up about that was disrespectful or anything. At least I didn't hear it. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't it. It, that that big. Uh, nobody really said that anything. But going back to the juju situation, I say let your game show it. You can go. It's either two ways. Let your game show it in the next game and go out and beat the Nets. You see what happened with Juju Smith? He got popped. <laughs> he got lit up when he did it to the Bengals. That's right. And they beat him. And, 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 and that's what they said today. If Boston want to do something about it, do show it up and play and beat uh, the Knicks, the Nets, which they're not beating them right they, now. They're not beating them down by 12. They're losing right now. So what, what, what I'm saying is that's the only let way game to show it. shut. Let your yeah. game show it to shut his mouth up. Yeah, that's the only thing I could say. That, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Let your game show it. But if you, because I don't think they even noticed it. Uh, Celtics players didn't notice it. But if somebody nobody did, noticed it. yeah, nobody noticed it. But if somebody did though, and you saw that in disrespect, you go confront him and be like, "Hey, man, why you did that? I don't like that you did." That's the only people that should be subject to confronting it. Because like, if I was in the game and somebody stepped on my logo as a player, I would be like, "Hey, hold on, man. We wear this on our jerseys. Don't do that." Because if I did the same thing to you, you would be upset. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like the totality, uh, you know, the tone of, of which you did that. The only people that should be doing that are actual players. Now, the former players, they shouldn't be worried about it as much, but I know they're going to have their feelings about it. You know, KT going to have his feelings. Big Baby, they're going to have all their feelings about it because they won a championship there. They kissed the flow. They, did, you know, did all this type of stuff, even though they get a new flow. But it's, it's just a sign of uh, respecting them before wearing that logo. Them, them the only people that should be confronting is players. Fans, stay out of this, man. Be fans, man. You can say, uh, you know, you can boo real, or whatever. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of it. And I think there's fans taking it too personal. There's no reason to take it personal. He should not, Kyrie should not have been subject to harm, is what I'm saying. But he should have known that stepping on that logo, he would be subject to harm being in knowing Boston. That's all I'm saying. That's the end of that one, man. Let me give you another subject, man. We want to touch on this. We're going to hit on some tennis right now. You know what I mean? I, I, I Look, I cannot pronounce your last name, so I'm just Naomi going to Naomi Osaka. No, Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka. Oh, okay, oh, hopefully I'm saying it right. Forgive me if I'm not, but Naomi. Yeah. That's she, right. She's she the withdrew. best right now. Yeah. She withdrew from the uh, French opening. Actually, she's number two. She's not number one. She's number two. Yeah, you know but she's I'm the saying? best right now. She is well, the best right yeah. now. But like I said, I, I like what she did. I like where she coming from. I like the whole tennis world stepping up and supporting her, including the Venus, uh, uh, Ser- the yeah. Williams yeah. sisters, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Venus and Serena. They like they basically could say they can understand exactly where she's coming from. You know what I mean? Because it's just so much pressure, this, that, and the third. She was actually fined 15K, though, for not, uh, you know, for not speaking to the media. So this is my question. My go question ahead, is this, ahead. and I'm talking about all professional sports. Should professional athletes be required to speak with the media? Now, let me give y'all scenarios on something. I want y'all to understand where I'm coming from. Me and Austin, 
we on the other side of the bench. Nobody even know our name and know our number. Don't we don't have to speak to the. Yeah. We don't have to speak to the media. We don't get fined because the media ain't asking to speak to none of us. You see so, what I'm saying? Why is such a big issue if you can't get uh, LeBron to speak, Kyrie to speak, Kevin Durant to speak? You know, why is it a big issue if these big athletes don't want to speak to the media? You know how many members are each team? I can understand that tennis is an individual sport. I can understand golf is an individual sport. Boxing. I understand that you Track. want that, right, you want that, um, 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 that, that, that media attention on that star player. I understand all that. Yeah, you know Naomi what I'm saying? But if I'm tennis right now. Yeah. If I'm if I'm I'm just saying in basketball and I, right now I didn't have a good game. I'm tired. I don't want to talk to the media. AD went down. Did he talk to the media yesterday? I don't think so. I don't think he did. You know what I'm saying? I'm hurt. I went down. I ain't got time to talk to y'all. I'm worried about my health. I'm worried about what's going on with me. To be Mentally asking, answering questions. I don't want to answer you. questions about that, which I don't think AD spoke because I think LeBron spoke for him. But what I'm saying is this. If you have players at that particular time is not willing to speak to the media, what is the problem? Why is they getting fined? I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has complained about the French opening. Every tennis player I've ever seen saying that they need to change some of their rules or what's going on with the French opening. Okay? So if I don't feel like I want to speak to you all, I'm not going to speak to you all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk to you all at all if I don't want to speak to y'all. Or if I do come in there, I'm going to be like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> but I'm talking to y'all, but I'm just here so I won't get fined. You want us all to come out and say stuff like that? So that's what I'm saying right there. If I come to you and say, well, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to speak right now. I'm not having a great day. Let's move on. And, you know, maybe I'll talk to you tomorrow. Or we can catch up, you know, somewhere down the line, or someone else can speak on my behalf. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Why should I get fined fifteen thousand? Because I don't want to talk to you. I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna say this though, big dog. As a guy that's gonna, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it as, as you are. But let's just be real. As a guy, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on going to uh, sports media, sports analysts, you know, sports journalism, all of that. My my take on it is, you know, I want the, uh, the the players to come talk to me. You know, I want them to answer my questions because that's how I get paid. That's the only reason, right? But I understand where players are coming from. Now, other guys like Stephen A. Smith, they voice their opinion um, about Kyrie. Uh, let's not forget Kyrie said he didn't want to talk to the media. He said that Kyrie should be obligated to talk to the media because why? Stephen A gets paid when Kyrie talks to the media. Am I right or am I wrong? Now, he but took a different stance today, right? He took Go a ahead. different stance today. You're right. He, he flipped the script today. But I look at it like this. If I can't get Kyrie, could I get James Harden? Could I get uh, KD? Matter of fact, could I get, um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm trying to think of another member on their team. Uh, 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 um, Joe Harris. DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah, yeah. Hop, could yeah, I get yeah, him? Jordan, because yeah. if AD, if DeAndre Jordan, if AD is not, you want to talk to the media, could I get DeAndre AD, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you have to do is just talk to someone else on the team. Why you make a big issue? Well, it, it, it's a difference. Yeah, and I understand in basketball, but let's just say everybody in basketball in that one game, they, 
okay, let's just say this. Hypothetical. Boston come back from down um what they was down three zero? Mm-hmm. 3-1. Well, no, 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 no. 2-0. They won one. They won one. They're down 3-1. Okay, let's just, say, now. They, let's just say Boston comes back and wins this series. They mm-hmm. find this. Like, oh, I don't have, I don't want to talk to the media. I don't want to talk to them. Who can you talk to? I don't want to, you, you, That's the only thing that I'm saying. But well, let me I, ask you a question I, I like this. I understand let's think what about you're this. saying, though, in basketball as one person. But this is what I'm saying. In tennis, it's only one person. Uh, you, you know, in basketball, you say go ask another person. But in tennis, it's only one person. Naomi, you know, Serena, is, is she's faltering off a little bit. Naomi is the face of tennis. So that's just like uh, LeBron James, right? Uh, let's just say LeBron James, greatest athlete. Well, he is the greatest athlete of this era in time. Let's just say LeBron says, I don't want to talk to the media. No, I don't feel like it. You know, mental health wise, right? LeBron is the face of the league. That's all I'm saying. The face of the league, for some reason, has to step up, uh, and they have to take on the responsibility. Naomi has to understand that she is the face of tennis. But I give her a pass because, like she said, she's dealing with mental health issues. All of this, the reason that she's getting fined is because tennis, her talking to the media gives tennis its exposure. You see what I'm saying? She is tennis right now. That's the only thing. That's why she got fined because she is tennis, and without her, tennis is nowhere. You see what I'm saying? There's no bigger star in tennis right now than Naomi Osaka. No matter on the men's side or the women's side, it's her and um Djokovic. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of his name, but uh, Djokovic, I believe, uh, from uh, Russia or Serbia. One. No, it's another young lady too. Yeah. The one that's number one. I can't think of her name. Uh... But she's not. You see, you can't think of her name, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Osaka is tennis. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Osaka is tennis. So that's the only thing I say in individual sports. You know, she's getting fined because she is tennis. That's the only reason. Now, I understand her way of thinking and because everybody deals with mental health. And I think that, you know, the media should take it more seriously. Mental health is serious. But... The media is talking about me, 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 me. I want to talk to those. That's what it's about with the media because why? They make money off of that. And because why? Tennis makes more money off of that because why? It's exposed. Soccer is tennis. That's the only thing. That's the only reason she got fined. Now, I don't think she should have got fined. But I understand why she got fined because she's, she's, her not participating in the French Open is making tennis lose money. People come to watch Osaka. They don't come to watch nobody else but Serena. Let's just be real. It, it might be a couple. I mean, you, I'm, you, I'm you gonna give you some. I'm, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you something that used to happen back in the day. Uh, what was the? Uh, you probably won't know it, so I don't even want. Amar ahead. Rashad. Amar I, uh, Rashad. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know. Amar him. Rashad was the only one that could interview Michael Jordan. Yeah. Speaking to the media, I can yeah. choose who I want to speak to. I don't want to speak to all of you all. I'm letting you know. I don't want to speak to all of y'all. I only want to speak to a couple of y'all. Y'all come in and ask a question. I'm done with my interview. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Who else do that? KD, he does that a lot of times. He only yeah. want to speak to certain people. You know what I'm saying? I'm only going to speak to this person, and that's the end of that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I would go with you on that one. If I have to do it, 
then that's fine. I would do it. But I'm only speaking to one person. The person one network. That, yeah. That's... I might not speak to every network, but I'm gonna speak to one person that I want to speak to, and then he can spread it through the whole goddamn nation. And that's what you want to do it. Yeah, nine times. Out of you know 10, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like somebody wanna speak to, I need to speak to Stephen A. You want me to do an interview? Get Stephen A here. You don't get Stephen A here, I'm not doing the interview. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm saying it's like this. I'm speaking to the media. You didn't say I had to speak to all of the media. You know what I'm saying? You just said I had to speak to the media. Yeah. You know, so if I was her, I'd have called up Robin Robinson. I'm only speaking to Robin Robinson. She want to interview me, I'll speak to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have to speak to all of you all. Yeah. You know, maybe they need to come up with a policy like that. Because like she's saying, she's been treated unfairly. You know what I'm saying? Now, what that unfairly is, I have no idea. You know, which is what's making her not want to speak to the media because she don't feel she's being treated fair. She's not being asked the certain, you know, the right questions or whatever. However, you got to understand, this is a 22-year-old young lady. This is not somebody that's older that can handle this stuff. LeBron can handle it. Now, I remember when LeBron first came to the NBA, he couldn't handle these interviews. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't handle them at all. This girl is 22 well, years old. That's right. Yeah. He's, she's 22 years old. And she's done a lot. I must say, Naomi has brought she's brought awareness to tenor, uh, tennis with the Black Lives Matter. Man, I'm a, yeah. a huge fan of Osaka. Uh, I I like her. Uh, you know, I, I I Serena, my girl. I hate when she beat Serena, but I like Naomi. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. You got to look, and then when you got pioneers like Serena and them speaking up for, then you got to start listening. Yeah, you got to start and, understanding. And, and I like Osaka because she takes on hard questions. You know, she takes on. You know so much she talked about her mental health issues and and i love when players a lot of people talked about it it's becoming aware because we looked at players as just you know a lot of people looked at players as simply non-human they looked at them as just entertainers they didn't look at these people right. as humans and it, that's what i'm liking about this age now and don't get uh i believe um i'm correct on this but it's mental health awareness month am i correct on that um, I think somebody stated something about mental health awareness month started this month or something. I hope I'm correct. I'm, hopefully, I'm. Yeah, we got to look that up because I'm not sure. Uh, I thought it already passed, but we can. Okay, okay, it, it it may have passed, but I, hopefully I'm yeah. not. Um, but I, you know, I have family members that dealt with it. You know, sometimes we all go through a depression and, and stuff like that. You know, just I I appreciate her. Don't just worry about it. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me it. tell you something. You know what I'm saying? Naomi, Naomi, let me tell you something, Naomi. Listen to me very carefully, baby. There's going to be a lot of motherfuckers going through this mental health after this first uh, 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 this first playoff series get, uh, end up because you know what? It's going to be a lot of their teams ain't going to make it. So it's going to be a lot more. They're going to go through it too. So I'm on your side, baby. You need we me, call your me. side. It's on your side. That's yeah. right. Let me tell you something, baby. You got two right here. We'll do your interview. Cause they ain't gonna like a damn thing I'm gonna say, but we'll do the interviews for you if you want us to do it. She Are ain't talking talk right now. She ain't, she don't want to speak to you. Leave like her alone. I tell you like hey, this, hey, hey, hey. free of charge, baby. I ain't, mm -hmm. Hey, look, let me tell you something. I will come out there myself and do the interview for you. You know what I mean? You ain't got to say nothing. I'm on your behalf. Yeah. On be your a, behalf. Be a personal. So Personal translator slash bodyguard, big dog. That's right. We'll be right there for you, player. So you don't have to worry about a thing. Just yeah, call man. me up and I'll go out there and do all the interviews you want me to do for you. I'll do it. Yes, sir. That's big dog. That's right, player. That's right. Let's continue this on, man. Hold on, hold on. It's rep your side. But before you do anything, 
make sure to like and subscribe show my guy big dog some love and show my guy rizzo some love as we rep your side and as you rep your side in the comment section comment down below what you think on our thoughts see you later rep your side right here i watched this today big dog um i am athlete i am athlete as fred taylor hopefully i'm not getting the names right uh i mean hopefully i'm not getting their names wrong fred taylor uh ocho cinco chad johnson uh, Brandon Marshall, and I can't, I keep forgetting the last dude's name. Uh, keep forgetting his last name. I think his name is like Channing something. But they did an interview with Deion Sanders that came out today. Um, and they talked about HBCUs. We know Deion Sanders is at the Jackson, uh, at Jackson State University. Another great name, Eddie, uh, Eddie George, recently went to Tennessee mm -hmm. State. And I think mm -hmm. somebody else came back, Hugh Jackson, to an HBCU or something like that. Uh, Hugh Jackson was the former coach of uh, the, the Browns, and he was uh, mm -hmm. at uh, Oakland for a while, Las Vegas Raiders now. But he talked about, uh, you know, the divide uh, between HBCUs and Power Fives. And Channing Crowder, uh, you probably not heard of him, but I know you heard of Brandon Marshall and, and, and Chad Johnson. And, and Fred Taylor, you may have heard of him. He was, oh, he was uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the thing about it was they, the quest got brought up HBCUs and power fives. Right. And this, and this guy, Sandy Crowder, he came on and said that he doesn't believe that uh, Deion Sanders could write the ship with power five uh, or, or even level the playing field. But Deion said, no, that's incorrect. Um, and I'm I'm a quote I'm a, I'm gonna bring up what he said about it, but basically this is just a small snip, uh, snippet of it. But basically he was saying, you know, that he didn't think that uh, Deion Sanders could write the ship because these other Power Five schools are so ahead of HBCUs. The um, I'm gonna bring this up. Check this out right now. Players were drafted and not one, one from HBCU. Right. I don't okay. like I don't like that. I'm stat. changing all that. But I understand that stat, Prime, because y'all cannot compete with the teams that have so much resources. Though Power Five, Prime, yep. you you cannot compete with the Power Five. So how do you compete with them? You bring in a conduit for change. But yeah, that was just a, a, a basic snippet of it. But he was saying. Well, I disagree with what he's saying on how you cannot compete. I understand what he's saying. He understanding exactly what he's saying is is you got. You got all this money. You see what I'm saying? All the resources. Toward, yeah. Toward go, right, going uh, one five, way, five schools, but you don't have the resources coming back to our black colleges. Well, let's flip that script and get yeah. some of the resources coming to the black colleges so we can be able to compete. Yeah. Because like you just said, it's a lot of those HBCU schools are way better than those top schools um, you know, in your um, what what they call it? Because you know, I'm not power fives, the, the, uh, the, D1, right, the you know, power the five, D1, yeah, the power no, fives, and all that. I guarantee you, if you take one of these HBCU schools, they'll beat them. Yeah, if they'll you provide them. the same resources that they if will have, you, if but, you're providing the same resource. And this is what I'm saying, also. You know, uh, Deion Sanders made a good point too, uh, to it because uh, this my question was going to be, you know, do you think he could flip the script in Jackson State? And Dion was saying that, uh, you know, I'm not just trying to do this for Jack State. I'm trying to do it for HBCUs, period. You see what I'm right. saying? I'm trying to bring HBCUs onto the map. He was talking about they have an upcoming documentary uh, with his network of bar stools. He got his podcast, 21 and First and Prime. 
and uh, they were basically going to do like bring a light to HBCUs by having, uh, you know, just showing what, what goes on in HBCUs programs, preparation for the week, and then what happens in game day. I think it was going, it's going to be a fun experience to watch when it comes out, but he was going to put that out of what, what, what goes on between teams during the week preparation and then what goes on during the game. And I think that would be, you know, giving everybody HBCU experience. But uh thing that I like that Dion said was that uh, he asked, said, how many Hall of Fames does uh, Tanny Crowder, he came from the University of Florida. He right. asked him, he said, how many Hall of Famers do you have from your school? Guess how many he had? How many? One? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. And one being Emmitt Smith, and I can't think of the other guy. But, but how uh, many HBCUs well, we're players? Gonna say, yeah, Jackson, we're going to say Jackson State, period, right? Okay. Four came out of Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Four. And this guy talking mm-hmm. about they don't have the same resource. And, and uh, Tanner Crowder was talking about that was in 1970 or whatever. It don't matter. It ain't got nothing. It ain't got nothing. Right. It, it, it doesn't do it, matter. If they can yeah. do it in 1970, they can do it right now. Yeah, today. 2021. You so they can saying? do it today. It ain't and, no, uh, it ain't no excuse. You know, Prime came up with the discussion of uh, basically what was what he came up with the discussion of. You know, nobody in HBCUs got drafted. Why is this? We got the talent. We got the people. You can't. You telling me you can't select one person from the H, uh, HBCU into your draft class? Now, right. your boy Tyree Cohen came from HBCU, came North Carolina, HBCU. and, and yep. we seeing what he's doing. Uh, yep. Another one is, I think his name Darius Leonard. We seen him uh, for the coach linebacker, killing a dog. Michael look, Strahan. Look how many. Look how many comes out of NBA. Yeah, killing, killing HBCU Dogs. colleges. It, it, so it, I'm, I'm just saying, it can work. You just got to put the resources in there for it to work. And if you, you don't know put what? The resource in, look, think about this. If you don't put the resource in anything, it's going to be hard to compete on the yeah. upper level. And you I have be, to put the resource yeah. there for us to be able to compete. But we all know what the problem is. You know they don't want us to succeed. They want us to stay down. They don't want to see us because, winning. Because be they honest. know we better. Let's just say it like this. You already know we better in every damn sport. You know it. We know it. So what's the point? And this is what I'm going to say. Also, I think that uh, as a culture and a society, black people got to understand, you know, these were – Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, all yep. came from HBCUs. All HBCUs. These were these are the when they talk about the greatest of all time in the NFL, they came from HBCUs. That's right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So this That's is what, right. the only thing that I'm saying to these guys are um just looking at it like this is how uh looking at this, black people don't understand the power that they have. Yep. And University of Florida wouldn't be University of Florida without those black athletes. University yep. of Alabama would not be Alabama without those black athletes. Now, they, this is something that came up too. Uh, Deion Sanders was talking about um, Alabama quarterbacks, how how they haven't really transferred to the NFL. Um, Tua might be one who wants to break that uh, curse, though. He was talking about Mac Jones. If I brought, he was like, if I brought Mac Jones to Jackson State right now, you think he'll be the same Mac Jones? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He was like, the mm-hmm. question is the, the quarterback. You know, Matt Jones got um, Devontae Smith to throw to, Jalen Waddle. You know, these mm-hmm. guys that went top 15, you know what I'm saying? Um, he was saying, do you think that Alabama quarterbacks will be Alabama quarterbacks without these star wide receivers that they have? And he nope. was like, look at them in the NFL. They ain't transferred to nope. what they was in the NFL. You see what I'm saying? 
So that's the only thing. Uh, I think Prime made some good instances in this. Channing Carter, dude, he was, I, I understand what he was trying to say, that uh, he didn't think we had the resources, but black people are the resources. These young athletes are the resources. And all it takes is for a guy like Prime to bring recognition to it, which he has, and he's putting HBCUs back on the map. We was talking about ESPN. Uh, we know in the springtime, if you switch on um, ESPN, like, um, what that was March or April? You was you were saying HBCU, HBCU? But that's what game. I want to make a correction on that. I, I want to make a correction. I want to make a correction. I want to make a correction. I want to say ESPN, along with Stephen A. First Take and all them, is what putting the black uh, HBCUs back on the map because they started this like two three years ago. You know what I'm saying? So they actually was putting notice. Yeah, they were putting notice on it. When it comes to football, basketball, all of that. And they've been doing it for the last, I want to say it's been the last three years. They've been advocating for HBCUs. And they still, he did it again on his show today, was going strong for the HBCUs. You know, so I'm just saying, I just think you got to give them credit for that too, ESPN, along with Stephen A., you know, first take and all them doing that too. Because if you notice every year, they always feature HBCUs, a whole week of HBCUs, you know? So I yeah. think that's what it kicked but off. I think that was a good thing though, but it, it that's a highlight on it. But Deion Sanders is bringing insight. He's bringing insight on it. You see what I'm saying? Stephen A was highlighting and I appreciate that for HBCUs. My whole family came from HBCUs. But all I'm saying is, Insight. He done brought insight. He done mm-hmm. is the light. You see what I'm saying? So Stephen A did a great job of highlighting it, but Dion is 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 the guy, the NFL superstar, the NFL Hall of Fame. Let's bring insight on it and must appreciate some Dion. Hopefully, you know, he can change this whole HBCU thing around and level the field. I honestly think that uh, you know, if you this is my opinion, because I I've been to I am at a PWI, University of Southern Michigan. Um HBCU football game is way different. It's a it's a way different experience. It's way more electric than any any PWI football game can ever provide. It, the bands can't compete. The fans can't compete. It ain't nothing like well, it. We know that football. we don't damn well the bands can't compete. <laughs> we already know that, player. We can shut that down right there. As being a formal band member, no, they can't compete. They can't compete. Guess what? I'm, and and and. I, I appreciate Deion Sanders for doing what he's doing, and I, I, I like how he answered uh, Channing Crowder's uh, questions from I Am Athlete Podcast with uh, Ocho Cinco, uh, Chad Johnson, Brandon Marshall, and uh, Fred Taylor. I appreciate that. So uh, that was just something that I uh, want to bring up. And one last thing, speaking of Stephen A. Smith, yeah, uh, well, this one, your boy, but Stephen A., yo, yo boy Stephen A. was going at a former number one Trial pick, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown had some stuff to say about him. Now, it kicked off. I want to just give you a quick overview. It kicked off by um, All the Smoke podcast with Matt Bourne, Stephen Jackson, and I think they brought on, uh, excuse me, they brought on Gibbert Arenas. And they talked about, um, you know, Kwame Brown ended up talking, they ended up talking about Kwame Brown and how he was a bust and, and, and and uh, some people, uh, Kwame, it rolled off on Kwame Brown because they was like, it was only one guy in the trade. Kwame Brown was in the trade to go to LA, I believe. But it was some trade that Gibbard Arenas was talking about. And they said it was only one guy and with somebody. I can't think of his name. 
and it was Kwame Brown, and they were talking about because Kwame was so trash. Kwame responded, called uh, Matt Bourne's Becky with the good hair. <laughs> and uh, he called the net and he went at Steven Jackson. He ended up going at the Breakfast Club after they said something, you know, uh, Kwame Brown had a lot of words to say. He was cussing and stuff. And uh, Kwame Brown ain't nobody you want to mess with. I'm going to say that. And uh, Charlemagne, the God, if you ever watch Breakfast Club, said something about him, mm-hmm. said something about his personal life and his father and all of that. And Kwame came at him too and was like, you don't know my story and don't be coming for me like that. And Charlemagne, we know what you done did and, and all of this. And Charlemagne but we don't, we don't have to. We don't have to. You know, but he, we he went to. at Stephen A. Smith also. That's what I'm but saying. But what I'm saying yeah, is this. Well, what I'm saying is this. All you had to do is pull up his stats, and that that speaks for itself. But but this is what I'm saying. This, this saying, is wait, wait, wait. all I'm saying is this: how people get upset and mad when somebody critiquing your basketball skills. Pull up his stats for his whole entire career, and that answer your question right yeah, there. Yeah, his career average he averaged six points and six rebounds. But I'm gonna say this. So what, um, you know, the thing, the stigma around it is, let's just be honest, when we hear, oh, because I, I made a mistake of this, I call Anthony Edwards a bust. I'm going to quit saying the bust word uh, also, because I, I can't uh, predict the future of anything. So I'm not going to call nobody a bust or anything. I think that I'm, I'm not going to say it anymore. Uh, then that I saw insight on the way Cormier thought of, you know, um, but the bust word, we know that when you say bust, we'd be like, oh, he another Cormier Brown. We know that. Uh, you, you, you know, we'd be like, oh, he, he trash. Hey, we, we play 2K and uh, we'll see a trash city. We'd be like, oh, that's Kwame Brown right there. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you, can't, but, you, can't, you can't get mad when your stats is there. That's but, the only problem. The problem the, is, is this. I look at it like this. The years you spend in the NBA, your stats speak for the years you spend in the NBA. Hey, listen. Do we need to say more? We don't need to say anything I'm, else. I'm, I'm going to say this now. This, this is Kwame's insight. He said, how could I be a bust when I came out uh, with uh, millions of dollars? I bought my mama a house. How could I be a bust when I still succeeded in life? I still made millions. How can I be a bust when I played 13 seasons in the NBA? You know, this is all he's saying. Okay, see, we see that's that's my point. He's still Everybody, saying that he's a successful hold on, hold person. On. We will be successful if we make it to the NBA because we're going in of being a millionaire right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat, we signing a contract with millionaire. So we won't be a bust at all. That's not saying you wasn't a bust as a NBA basketball player. I'm saying pull up the stats, 13 seasons. Pull up his stats, and then let's talk about this. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not saying you a bust in life. I'm not saying you wasn't successful outside of basketball. I mean, well, his success came from basketball. That's what I'm saying. A lot of players is a success outside basketball. I give you an example. Uh, I'm saying basketball. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you an example. Tyron Lue was not a great basketball player. But he's successful as a coach. So I'm saying, but if you pull up his if you pull up his stats, you're gonna laugh at that man. So I'm saying when they're talking about you, they're talking about you as a basketball player out on the court. I don't think nobody is talking about you as your life, which I can be wrong because I don't know what they're saying about your life, but I can only state on what's basketball. Your status, your stats for playing in the NBA was not good. I'm and you did this. 13 years, and it wasn't good. I'm going to say this. 
uh, Solomon God came for his personal life. Yeah, he see, I wouldn't it. do that though. I'm talking about basketball. I don't care about yeah, it. Yeah, Charlemagne talked about his family and uh, his father. Some um, some doings his father did and his brother and stuff. And he brought in the personal stuff. Kwame Brown attacked uh, Charlemagne, saying he was a, a rapist and all this. And which Charlemagne had to come out and apologize. Uh, also, Kwame uh, came from Matt Barnes. I don't know if you can remember the situation. I know it he was Matt Barnes. No, I'm with LeBron's saying, mama and all that. No, no, it wasn't Matt Bourne. That was Delonte West. Oh, that what was happened with Matt Bourne's was the issue with um, listening Derek Fisher. Right, Derek Fisher Derek was Fisher's messing wife. with his wife, and with he was talking wife, about yeah. Matt Bourne jumping over the gate, crying and all that. He came for his personal life. I think he said something about a lot of people were saying that Stephen A. never answered Kwame Brown's stats. I mean, I mean Kwame Brown's true answer. Which I, I can't think of it off of the top of my head. I'm going to bring it up so you can listen to it. But Stephen A., you know, he answered back talking about it. He was a bum. It, it ain't nothing else to be said. If you ever watched Stephen A.'s world, he came on and showed his stats. Yeah, but said, that's basketball. He was a trash player. Like, uh, but basketball, I can agree with that. Pull up his stats. He shouldn't have survived 13 years in the NBA. He had to I'm be just, some type of good if he could still play 13 years, though. Let's I, I'm just saying. He was just Because let's go to the Anthony Bennett up. question. Uh, you probably don't even remember Anthony Bennett. I remember Anthony Bennett. He got drafted by the Cavs. I don't even think yes. he's in the NBA right now. You see no, what I'm saying? And he, got, he was number one. You see what I'm saying? That's so, a lot of them. I mean, Sam Cassell came. Not Sam Cassell. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the center. I can't Sam think of his Boy. name. He wasn't Sam the first Boy. pick, but he was drafted. You know, Number one, and was the biggest bust in the NBA, period. And I'm glad that I, whoever took him took him first because the Bulls was going to get him instead of Michael Jordan. So I'm so glad. The biggest bust you ever seen in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, look, I can, I can go off. If I'm going off of your stats, 13 years, look at your stats. It wasn't great. They wasn't good. They weren't even average. You know what I'm saying? So what did that tell you about that player? You know, so I'm saying, and then did, what did you do to try to improve yourself? But no one would be able to talk about your, your stats speak for itself. Yeah, they do. And I don't think that I'm saying is the stats do speak for themselves. Kwame was not the best of players uh, living up to his height and, and things of that matter. But all I'm saying is Kwame was, you know, they call him a bust. They couldn't technically be a bust because he was still successful. I think that in other, it's like this, uh, a white man could do the same thing as Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown will still be the label. Oh. Well, see, you make you miss I think I'm missing all I'm saying your point. Is, all I'm saying is he couldn't be a bust because he was successful at the same time by providing millions to his family. I'm saying, I'm, we missing the point. You missing the point. And right. I think a lot of us is missing the point. I think when Stephen A. was talking about Kwame Brown, he was specifically talking about his NBA career. I don't think he was talking about his outside uh, life or what's going on. Now, the other ones may have been doing it. So I'm saying like this. I'm saying it like this. Me, personally, I'm talking about his NBA career. I don't give a damn about what's going on in his outside uh, life. Don't, I don't care. Yeah, this That's is the what, only thing I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Okay, I understand that. Stephen A. Dem are basketball analysts and stuff. But think about this. Kwame Brown stayed silent for 20 years. 20 years. Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless 
Real Kwame Brown. They make. Well, they not. The, hold on, hold on. Well, they, they not, not the, the only, only one. Everybody always bring up Kwame Brown, which he should be happy because will we be no, talking well, about him? That, will we be talking about him? That's but a bad life. They keeping his name alive. Well, so I'm gonna say this. Coming back, he kept his name Kwame. alive. Now he came. Hey, he got his whole podcast or his whole YouTube. He's successful right now. He's blowing up. Everybody checking in on Kwame Brown because he is a funny man. That man is funny. But I say right now he came back. And, but this is the only thing I'm saying. Stephen A. ripped Kwame Brown for 20 years, almost 20 years. They talked about him. I think at one point Stephen A. even had like a a, a joke going around or a, 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 a little skit on Kwame Brown. Ripping him. Stephen A. made his name off Kwame Brown. Let's not forget that. Stephen A. Smith made his name off Kwame Brown. Ripped him. To shreds. Now we talk about players. You you talk about LeBron, but the way that Stephen A. ripped Kwame was, you know, on a whole nother level. You can see if I ripped you, big dog, didn't know you, how to a trash player ripped you for twenty years. You wouldn't respond to me in some type of way. You wouldn't respond to me. Well, you said it took him twenty years to respond. Why did it take you so long? Apparently, you must have been a boss. Now because listen, people talking about you, that, well, and wait. now you big. Listen, so this you, is the reason that, that hold on, let me I think this. that is it, 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 it fuels because at one point, uh, his Kwame Brown talked about his daughter was saying, Oh, daddy, they caught you a bust in school. Like, you can, you can see how that make a man feel in the inside after hearing that for so long. This man was fed up. Let me ask when you, you be question. fed up. Hold on, let me say this hell no, I wouldn't be fed up because guess what? We're talking about Kwame Brown when nobody wasn't talking about him. So, matter of fact, cut the check, you owe Stephen A some money. Because he made you famous. Wait, let's, He let's, made you famous. Because if it wasn't for Stephen A., we wouldn't be talking about you. Oh, my God. Think about that. Cut the check. I don't That's how I feel. The man made you famous. Cut the check. Because your basketball career, let's take I don't ball. think nobody, let's nobody would remember Kwame nothing Brown about made you himself. Let, let, let's take a pause. If Kwame Brown was never a first-round pick for his talent and skill set that Scott saw in him, Stephen A wouldn't be writing this check right now. Because Stephen well, A made his name something. on that can go the both ways. So you can't just hold say on, it. Hold on, hold on. The team that drafted Kwame Brown, y'all need to be looking at y'all self. Whatever team, what team is drafting him? Because I don't even remember. You know, you your guy drafted Michael Jordan, him. Washington Ooh. Wizards drafted him. Michael Jordan wanted Kwame Brown. Oh, and okay. Michael Jordan quit. I'm going to say this. Michael Jordan played a part in Kwame Brown. Um, not being successful. I'm going to just say this. Michael Jordan is not a guy that you want to play for coming into the league because Michael Jordan had been older. He was still carrying that same, uh, that same, uh, you know, his frame, frame of mind, you know, he going to bully you down till you get it right. Kwame Brown was a young guy. He came out of high school. Look up to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan completely ripped this man. He, he, he destroyed Kwame's uh, confidence. And this has well, been let me stated. ask you a question. So what team did he go with after he le uh, left Washington? He went to L.A. Kobe was the what same happened? way. Kobe what was happened? the same way. What happened in L.A.? Kwame Brown's thinking of Kwame Brown. Okay. Where he go to after L.A.? I don't know where he went after that. I know he ended oh, okay. up playing for the 76ers at one time okay. and, and, and another okay. team. But all I'm saying is, Stephen A wouldn't have his name without Kwame if it was not for Kwame getting the first round pick, the first pick of the draft, of that draft, without Kwame having some sky, uh, some scout seeing some type of skill set in him. So Kwame has to do with his own. Uh, I thought Stephen A made notorious. his career off for uh, following Philadelphia his whole. Yeah, wait, uh, wait, let me take a pause. He did. 
I okay, will say so that. That's what made him famous falling off of Philadelphia. Okay, I will say that. But Kwame Brown added to his name. Okay. Kwame Brown added to his name. Well, let me explain something to you. Stephen A is not the only one that talked about Kwame Brown like a dog. He's not. So, and, and Kwame so came at them with the same image. Don't, don't feel bad. I mean, why was you coming at somebody when you was trash? You the one made yourself trash. You could have improved your, your craft. Listen. You could have made yourself a little bit better. You're going to call me an excuse, man. But this is all I'm saying. Kwame came to a team with Michael Jordan, older Michael Jordan. They came in with that frame set up. I'm going to bully you down until you get it right. That's that's Michael Jordan's frame set. Am I wrong or am I right? He's going to bully you mm-hmm. down, talk about you until you get it right. That destroyed Kwame's confidence level because he he wanted to be praised by Michael Jordan. It was Kwame, I think Michael Jordan was one of his idols. You see what I'm saying? Think about a young guy, 18, coming in. I came into a team with uh, Michael Jordan. And I'm like, you know, Michael Jordan, my idol, man. I can't, I can't wait to meet Mike. He come in like, you know, you know, what you doing? You ain't on your game. You, you it, it, it deteriorated his confidence. Kwame never had confidence. You know, and, and that's what I was going back to with Ben Simmons. He can't shoot. Ben Simmons ain't got confidence to shoot the ball. I don't know. I don't know what's been Simmons' issue, but he don't got confidence to make that jump shot. You gonna call me an excuse, man? You call me an excuse, man? I know it. I ain't gonna call you no excuse, man. I'm saying Ben Simmons been in the league four years. If you ain't learned how to shoot a jump shot in four years, you don't need to be in the NBA. I'm not gonna hey. make an excuse. It ain't no excuse. What's the excuse? You need to be working on your jump shot every off season. You need to be working on your jump shot. You need help. You need to be going and get the best. The, the Stephen Curry is one of the best. Jump shot shooter. I mean, he got Seth Curry. Hey, listen, go he got Seth Curry on his go team. Get Kevin he, got, he got Seth Curry on his team. You need to be working out with Kevin Durant. You need to be working out with James Harden. Find out what's their secret. That's what you need to be doing. I would want to improve my craft, not just stay the same every year. Every year, Ben Simmons stay the same so people already know what you got. If Ben Simmons defending me, I'm going to take his butt to the rack. Ben Simmons is defending me, I'm going to shoot this jumper on him. You know what I'm saying? If Ben Simmons is shooting a jumper, we all going to the hole to get the rebound. We don't need to guard him. That's how everybody thinks. You need to improve on your craft. Kwame Brown, you feeling all uh, some some kind of somewhat in 13 seasons? Have you improved? You have not improved. That yeah. was on you. That wasn't on nobody talking about you. You're going to get talked about. We all get talked about every single day. You're going to get talked about if you didn't do what you were supposed to do to improve on your craft. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not calling you a bust in life. I'm saying you was a bust as an NBA player. Yeah, you were trash. <laughs> Number one player coming out, you was trash because you didn't try to improve on your craft. You didn't seek help. Who's to say right that he didn't, who's to say that he didn't try to improve on his craft? 13 season, look at his record. What is this? Uh, you want to pull up his stats again in 13 uh, season? Uh, career we don't need, stats, 6.6. That's what I'm saying. Career stats in 13 season. What is that? That's on him. I'm not going to let nobody talk about me, and I'm not going to try to improve on it. You know no. what I'm saying? So, I mean, come on, man. We got to have some thick skin about this, and we got to put the blame where the blame is due. The blame is on Kwame Brown for his yeah. NBA uh, career. I ain't talking about in nothing about his personal life. I'm talking about an NBA career. It was on him. You yeah. made millions and millions and millions of dollars. You're right. Putting that suit on, going out there to perform and play your game, and you did nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring this up right here, Bidal. I want you guys to listen to it. I'm going to kind of skip through it. And sport. What's going on? Rip your side. It's Smooth Oz. Just quick 
intersection warning there is explicit content heading your way warning there is explicit content heading your way so if you do not feel comfortable listening to this please feel free to leave but before you do, make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you continue to get updated when Rip Your Side drops new content, baby. Continue to provide us with your comments and thoughts. Peace and love. Smooth us out. Peace and love. And that's all they do. Uh, Stephen A., you built a career off of me. A 17, 18-year-old kid. You think you walk around like you some big, tough man. You were going to college campuses speaking about a teenage kid. And your only talent is knowing a bunch of big words and talking disrespectful to children, to teenagers. I was so happy when Kevin Durant mama, shout out to Kevin Durant mama, when she wanted to, it looked like she wanted to whoop your ass like my mama would have whooped your motherfucking ass. I had to tell my mom, mom, you ain't going up there. My mom wasn't going to be as nice as her. But Kevin Durant, mama, looked like she wanted to slap your ass with her purse. You talking about these people, mama's son, boy. Fuck wrong with y'all. Y'all get on here, niggas work their whole life for some niggas with a bad tape line and a bad attitude and a bunch of talking. Can sit there and, and label people something. You punk motherfucker. You didn't you used to play basketball, Stephen A? My motherfucking career was better than yours. You good at talking. The only thing you could beat me at is a spelling bee. Or uh, learning big words. And you might can't beat me at that, punk. <laughs> Trying to go at all you motherfuckers now. You motherfuckers want to sit and talk. It's time out for that shit now. I don't put a spotlight on you bitches. The only thing you motherfuckers do every day is talk shit about black men. We gonna stop that shit. We gonna stop that. You fucking with these people's livelihood. You fucking with people's children and their ability to move around this world. Well, not mine. I move. I don't give a fuck. I'm blind. I walk around with blinders on. I don't give a fuck. But at the end of the day, I am a man with children. And you nigga play too much. 20 years later, I ain't... You know, if I was talking about, oh, y'all thought I was a punk because I didn't say something? Are you dumb? Who the fuck wanted to hear me say something about Michael Jordan? So if I'm a 17, 18-year-old kid say... Michael Jordan did X, Y, and Z. Before I finished the sentence, you motherfuckers would have said I was making excuses. So cut the bullshit. <laughs> like, come on with it. Cut the bullshit. You know, I'm not going to... I've never been that type of dude to be that stupid. When Oak tried to fight me, I understood. I don't give a damn who was going to win or who was going to lose. Nigga, we not finna fight. I'm on a one-year contract in Charlotte, and my baby's got to eat. Got me fucked up. Let you emotional male ass niggas jump out the window because of something somebody say and something somebody do. I wouldn't give a fuck what you say or what you think you're going to do, but I know what you ain't going to do. And that's fucker with me. The fuck you talking about? You niggas just been doing a lot of talking. And that's okay with me. But I, t I told you niggas in a couple other tapes that as long as nobody don't do this, I don't give a fuck about no talking. And so, but now... It's getting to the point where you guys are, are destroying people's brain. You don't know what I got going on in life. And this effeminate nigga talking like, oh, we not going to put you on. You're not going to come up off of her. Show me the text where I asked you to put me on. See, when you say ignorant shit like that, show me any text where I asked you or anyone to put me on. And then you would have a point. But nigga, you ignorant. You are ignorant to my situation talking about it as if you know what the fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you're talking about, boy.
It's all good, though. You niggas in the brotherhood club, and you niggas like to smile and kick her with other niggas. See, I like to be by myself. <laughs> I got too much mama cooking. Uh, but it's it just uh, some of it. Uh, he got, it's another whole five minutes to it. But you kind of see what you're saying. Uh, it's just basically the gist of, uh, you know, he's just responding to it. Um, what's your thoughts on what he just said, did all? I mean, I can understand the point. That's the reason why they moved it back up to 19 instead of 18, 17, 18 coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming out of you're high too, school, you move. You're too to, young yeah, dealing with that with that thing. But he had a choice. He didn't have to come to the NBA. He could have won play college. Come on now, big dog. Come on now. If I he told you, wait, take a he pause. Had a choice. Take he a had pause. A choice. Take a pause, big dog. If uh-huh. I told you, oh, you're good enough to come into the NBA right now as a high schooler, you will actually be the number one pick. It's only rare players that was good enough to come into high school. Only rare. Kwame Brown was not that player. Okay. LeBron was that player. You know what I'm saying? Kobe, so Monte we, That's right. I'm just saying you had certain players that was able to uh, come straight to the NBA and perform well and deal with the rhetoric, the yes. bull crap, all that kind of stuff. If he didn't feel that he was ready for that, you know what he looked at? He wanted to talk about it's, hold it's, on, it was hold about on, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. He wanted to sit here and talk about certain people, but you was looking at them dollar signs. That's what you was looking at. Where you should have went on to college and got a little bit more development, then came to the NBA. We might be talking about a whole different story. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But you're looking at a little boy coming in playing grown man's game, so you got what you deserve. Come on, now. Boy. Come, come, come on boy. now. He wasn't just a little boy, boy. at your the time. That was a, that was a big, little boy. that was a grown little man little in a little boy uh, mind. Little boy coming Ooh. in playing grown man's game. That's all I'm trying to say. And when you came in playing grown man's game, this is what you got. Yeah. You, was, you, was, you was slated as the number one prospect in the nation. Number one. So if you number one in the nation, you should be able to come in perform, then you didn't have to worry about being bullied by Michael Jordan or anybody else. Yeah, that is so true. I'm saying it like that. I'm just saying we got to put it on a, we got to flip the script a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Who was your represent, representation? Who was representing you to advise you? You know what I'm saying? What well, let's they be honest, Big Dog. If you had a nephew, let me it, go it, one it. more time. Let me finish what I'm saying. Was you representing to say, look, you're not going to make it in college when it comes to doing your schoolwork, so you better go straight to the NBA. Was it that? You so worried about someone expressing their feelings towards you using big words. Was that the problem? You know what I'm saying? Because we all know coming out of high school is nothing. If you're a ball player, you, you're going to graduate out of high school. But if you're going to graduate out of college, that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, is this, who was advising you? Who was representing you? Who was giving you advice? Who was telling you, this is what you should do and wait, just go. I would, I would always suggest go in there and do a year and then come out. You know, they didn't have a G league and all that back then when he came in the game. So I would have suggested him to go to the the G league or the D league or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Develop yourself a little bit more and then jump yourself in the NBA. Uh, Are we not forgetting that ball is a young man coming in? Yeah, are we yeah. are we forgetting that? And he's doing much fine, very much fine. So I'm just saying, I understand it was a different time by the time he came in, because we're talking about in the 90s, early well, 2000s. Early 2000s. Early, early 2000, 2000 when Kwame yeah. came in. You needed better representation. 
because somebody gave you the wrong information. Somebody wasn't representing you for your best interest. They was representing for their best interest. You know what I'm saying? So I would suggest to, to him, try one year of college and then come out. But let's just be honest, from a kid, Kwame didn't really, uh, as a kid, he didn't come from much. If I told a kid coming out the hood, oh, number one pick, you don't have to go to college. You can go straight to the NBA for high school. Well, nine times out of 10, I'd say 10 times out of 10, that person was, and that family. I mean, I understand what you're saying. So you, 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 you actually basically agreeing with what I'm saying. You weren't all that smart to go to college. Yeah. When that's I mean, but let's just be honest. Most students, that, most, most guys, that come and I'm not gonna knock yeah, Kwame's yeah, intelligence. I'm not because hey, I think that he's still an intelligent um uh, uh being uh, he ain't that intelligent for the intelligent way he was man. speaking. He wasn't that intelligent. He for the still way got he was a lot speaking. of knowledge. He, still he wasn't that intelligent for the way he was. Well, after 20 some years, you should have a lot of knowledge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I guarantee you, coming in in 17, 18, he had all that knowledge. Yeah, he that's did. the reason why. He did. That's the reason None why of us he would. Went for the, at at 17, on, 18, you wouldn't have that's that the reason, No, no, I did. I was more mature when I was, I was 17, 18, more than I was, um, you know, the average person. Yeah. You know, I'm going to end the second way fast. Uh, Brooklyn just did beat um, Boston. They just eliminated beat, them. Uh, they just eliminated them. Um, Brooklyn is moving on to face the Milwaukee. So what Bucks. would be the first game? Thursday, Milwaukee, right? Uh, or Friday? Uh, I don't know. They're going to... Uh, Forecast it in a little bit. It's probably gonna be Friday because the day yeah. the day is Tuesday. It's either gonna be Thursday or Friday. It'll be the first game against the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, it would. It depends on if yeah. uh, Atlanta beats uh, Philadelphia. Uh, it'd probably be Thursday, uh, depending yeah. on um, if Atlanta and uh, Philadelphia uh, each take their series in Game Five. Because no, you know what? Be my question would be if I was interviewing Kwame right now. What what? Why did it take you 20 years to speak out? He said it took him 20 years because nobody would listen to him about what the things that Michael Jordan did. And, and oh, they'll listen to him. And... If you get the right media, they'll listen to him because that's a big story. That's a big story when you're talking about Michael but, Jordan. That's but, a big but story. Hold on. It's a big that's story, a big, but... Hold on. It's a big story when you're talking about Michael years Jordan. Ago, it was it's a, a story. Well, that, well, and it's they a big story. They wouldn't listen to him about, like 15 years ago. They would listen to him talking about Stephen A. Why wouldn't they listen to him? If you just brought up Stephen A, that would have did it. And then added Michael Jordan into it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'm saying, you saying that he made, Stephen A made his career off of Kwame Brown. I disagree with that, 100%. And, and, and this is what I'm saying. Kwame is bringing light to it himself, which is bringing revenue to himself. That's, that's what he's doing thing. right now. And that's listen, the only thing that I'm saying. Back. Why bring let's that, why go, give that to another media go. source? Why give let's, that information to another media source instead of having you doing Let's go own. back to the beginning. The beginning, it was all about money. The end, it's all about money. So yeah. how am I supposed to look at Kwame Brown? I'm supposed to look at him like everybody picked on you? No, you made money from the beginning. Now you're making money on the end. You're really making money on the end now because you got that platform that you could talk about Michael Jordan right now that you couldn't in 20 years ago. You yeah. got that platform that you could talk about Stephen A. Now coming at Stephen A, you sure you're going to want to talk, bring that up and talk about him? Because you already know Stephen A can come back at you. You already know if he heard it, and I'm quite sure he did. He has heard it. And that's why he's he going to come back. And this is what the only thing that I'm saying. Stephen A only responded to, in the end, this is all about money. Stephen A only responded to Kwame Brown because of ratings. 
Let's be honest. Stephen A only responded to Cormier Brown because of Braden. Stephen A was I never responded to him. He, he responded to him on his show. Yeah. I'm waiting to see him respond to him on first take. He, he's not going to do that. He's not going to. Because do if that. he responds to him on first take, that's going to blow it up. But I think. I mean, Stephen it's a already much, blew up. It's, it's already blew up. I think up. Stephen A is a much smarter person to the point of let's not give him that much attention so he can make that money. If we just let him say what he got to say, he's going to go away again for another 20 years. Nobody going to think about Kwame Brown. To be honest, and he's still going to be the butt of everybody's joke. To be honest, I don't think that uh, Kwame is establishing a platform for itself. And it's, uh, it's, it's continuing to rise. His platform continuing to rise. I think that right now, uh, last time I checked, he was at 260000 um, on his page. On his on his YouTube page. I mean, it's kind of good that you pointed it out because I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, then because so you're just, not a guy that's on. Wait, wait, I'm just gonna point this out. He had two hundred sixty thousand a week ago. Kwame Brown is now at three hundred twenty-seven k on YouTube, and that was another week ago. Uh, and this is. But a, let me explain week, something so he, to you, and, I, and I'm bad. sorry to keep bringing this up too and bringing down another black man. I'm really sorry. Because hey, I'm, I'm gonna say this, too. but I'm gonna just say said this one that thing. Also, that he I'm did not want to bring. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He was talking about Stephen A. But he if said he that they were breaking down black men himself. That was if point. he didn't, he wouldn't be talking about it because he's bringing them down himself. Exactly the same thing he said they did to him. He's turning around, doing it to them, and making money off of it. That's the one thing I'm going to say. My thing is, is this. Maybe I should have checked your bank account because your money must be getting kind of low because all of a sudden after 20 years, you want to speak about it? You yeah. could have talked about this 10 years ago. You know he could have talked about this 10 years ago. No, he could right? have. Right? No, Think about it. Yes, he could. Yes, he could have. This platform, okay. I'm gonna take years pause. ago. He could have did it 15 years me. ago. We let's, gotta take a pause. He could have did it 15 years ago. Let, let's just be honest. 15 years ago, if he talked about it, he wouldn't be able to get this popularity and monetize himself as he's doing now. And which I am Look, not mad about. Let me ask Listen, a question. I want to take a I'm pause. Gonna ask you, 15, I'm gonna ask you a question. Ago, how many people back I'm in. gonna ask a question? How many social media was not as popular? I'm Go gonna ahead. ask a question. How many people don't even know who Kwame Brown is? Nobody. But you mentioned Michael Jordan name, Stephen A. Smith name. You mentioned him big name. All of a sudden, people paying attention. If you would have mentioned somebody, wasn't nobody paying attention on or knew who they were, they wouldn't pay attention to everybody. Kwame Brown. They knew who they Kwame Brown was. They knew who Kwame Brown was. They they know he was one of the biggest be honest. Bus. He, they yeah. know he was one of the biggest yeah. busts in the was, NBA. That was due to the media. It was due to the it wasn't due to the media. His stats speak for itself. You just showed his stats. That's what speaks for itself to show that he was the biggest number one pick to ever play the game of basketball. Yeah, you know it and I know it. Let's just be honest. The other guy was a bust too. I think Who? Detroit drafted. Uh, they drafted Who? before Carmelo or somebody. Uh, and don't nobody talk about him. Sam Bowie was a bust. No, no, no. His, his uh, numbers was better than Kwame Brown's. I'm gonna bring up his name, but it's like uh, some some foreign guy. I can't think of his name off the top of my head because he was so trash. Uh, I think it was like uh, something. Um, but the the Detroit Pistons drafted him before Carmelo Anthony. He was a bust. Ain't nobody talking about him. But when we think of bust, the first name we think of is Kwame Brown. Why is that? Because there's been other busts. Anthony Bennett is a bust. Nobody talk about him. Uh, this other guy was a bust. Ain't nobody talking about him. So you know that's that, that's that's all I'm saying. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, and he couldn't have been that much of a bust to play 12 or 13 years in the league. 
That's all I'm saying. I look at it. I look at it this way. They just needed an extra person on the team. That's the reason why they kept giving them. And secondly, you yeah, went, yeah, yeah, went yeah, yeah. Darko Militich. That's who I'm talking about. Darko Militich. Okay. Ain't nobody you talking waited, about you. you waited 20 years to say something. Ain't nobody, don't nobody want to listen to you now, dude. There's nothing that you can say right now that's going to uh, tarnish Michael Jordan's uh, uh, career because everybody know how Michael Jordan was. Everybody who don't know how Michael Jordan was, everybody would tell you Michael Jordan made them better. Go ask Steve Kerr. If it weren't for Michael Jordan, you would know who Steve Kerr is. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, come on, man. There ain't nothing you can say is going to tarnish um, uh, his, his uh, legacy or anything. It's nothing you can say. You know, you mentioned Michael Jordan. I hear you saying things about Kobe. Yeah, I'm quite sure Kobe, Kobe was treated the same way. you. Yeah, I'm quite sure Kobe treated you the same way. But you're not mentioning Kobe Bryant. Now, why you're not mentioning Kobe Bryant? Because if you mention Kobe Bryant, you ain't making another dime. You ain't making another dime. If Jordan was dead, you mentioned Michael Jordan, you wouldn't make another dime. Oh, Let's just be honest and tell the truth on this stuff, man. Yeah. Come on, man. It's I'm all just, about the. I'm just gonna play this, and then this it ended off. This was a great discussion. I'm big dog. This is the only thing I'm saying. He he wasn't the best players, but he, he still played 13 years in the league. That's all I'm saying. He still played 13 years in the league. He you know made his money. Guys, he was still yeah. a successful man. Hold on, hold on, life. hold on. I can mention That's a man that I can mention a man. I think he played 15 years or 17 years mm -hmm. with Scarlett Brainy. And the yeah. fans still loved him and he was a bomb. Hey, for hey, he wasn't called White Marble for no reason. I'm just telling you. Hey, Scalabrini. Scalabrini wasn't no, no bomb. Okay. He wasn't no bomb. I'm just going to play the rest of this. It's just nine more minutes, man. Let's take that. You niggas like to do all that talking, and you niggas actually believe people that just sitting out there kicking and running their goddamn mouth. But niggas got tight when I start telling the truth. <laughs> I be around MJ. I be, I be around Charles Oakley every day. You don't got no fat. Motherfucker, only stupid people listen to what you say. I never said you, you don't be around Oakley right now. It's 2021. But 2009 and 2010? That nigga was trying to whip all our ass. So why you frightened? <laughs> I don't know why you frightened. What's that big tall ass white boy that got traded there? Stupid motherfucker. 
That's why they don't give people like me platforms. I got to go take it, which I will. That's why you tuning in, nigga. See, I don't need to be giving a goddamn thing. My whole life, I wasn't giving a motherfucking thing. Didn't you hear my story, nigga? I had no shoes on in life. You ain't giving shit. So I'm okay with it, nigga. I get it out the mud. I'm okay with it. You niggas want to group up and I don't got no group of friends. Because all you niggas doing is sleeping and swapping diseases with each other. I know you niggas very well. Fuck you niggas talking about Matt Barnes. All you niggas, all you niggas do is now y'all trying to act like, oh, he's just a mad, angry basketball player. You can act like that. But anybody with a half a brain that hear me and hear you, they can see holes in your story, buddy. You don't challenge nothing that I say. You want to sit here talking about, I don't remember. Well, go watch the film of you tapping and stopping Jenny Buss and saying he don't need to be mentioned. And then let's see if you remember Becky with the good hair. Fuck you talking about, nigga. I'm not, it's no old bar now. Ain't playing with you niggas no more. Y'all always want to play games and then throw rocks and then hide your head. I bet you been having a lot of conversations about me, too. You don't really know how to come at me, do you? Because what you thought, the conversation you hear now, you realize that what you thought was full of shit, ain't <laughs> Stop thinking, boy. Nope. And that's the problem. You niggas don't know nothing. You niggas got a big-ass platform, and all you niggas do is get up there and disrespect black men. Shannon Sharp, I appreciate uh, what seemed to be uh, uh, having my back, but... Shannon Sharp, I have to say this. You talked about Kevin Durant in a way that I don't think you would have talked about a white boy like that or a white man. I don't think you would have said it like that. So I think we all have to now, now that I got a platform, I'm going to use it for the right way. It's time to put respect on niggas' name. And you niggas that I'm disrespecting, that's because you the one that's a gatekeeper of disrespect. Stephen A., you bald, forehead motherfucker. I don't know why you got people thinking you tough. Saying all kind of shit like, oh, you come see me. Well, sign up. Let's go to Seattle and you sign up. Well, Seattle, you ain't got to sign no waiver. Meet me in Seattle where you can have mutual combat and talk like that. I'll slap a two. It'll look like you got a toupee on the front of your head or how hard I'll slap the back of your head, motherfucker. The hell you talking about? Y'all got people fooled with this fuck shit. And Skip Bayless, thanks for the pass. I don't even know what the fuck that meant. But thanks for the pass, I guess. I don't know what grown man need no goddamn pass, but thank you. I ain't get no pass from your co-host when you was letting this punk motherfucker talk about a teenager and going around college campuses. You never get, you gave him a pass. Both of eyes crap, he can't do nothing, this and that. I had to endure you talking about my mama's son like that, bitch. The fuck is you talking about? The only thing you known for being a black man that disrespect and talk about other black men. I should find who your old lady is, you punk old bitch. Show her my mama's cooking. I sprinkle a little good seasoning on her. Hey, I don't talk too much, nigga. The fuck you talking about? Excuse all the uh, explicit language. Uh, I should have gave a warning because he used a lot of it. But uh, that was just mostly the end of him. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think I like what he said at the end because Stephen A. Mama did die. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something, but I was waiting till you yeah. to finish playing that. You disrespecting oh, yeah. that man right there. You talking about uh, somebody else talking about somebody else's mama, and you disrespecting this man's mama. His mama is dead. Yeah, I I, I like you know, that. So, I mean, I don't see. I, you know, that's always they say. The our biggest our biggest problem with us is us. 
Yeah, it is. We are biggest problems because the, the same time that you're talking about what Stephen A. and them did to you, you turned around and did the exact same thing. The exact same thing. And you're doing it for what? Your platform. Isn't yeah. that what you say? I have I my platform see... now. Now I can say what I got to say on my platform. And, and you're doing the see... exact same thing that you're saying Stephen A. is doing, that Skip is doing, that uh, 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 what's your boy name? Um, Shannon Sharp is doing. You're turning around doing yeah. the exact same thing. So, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right, but yeah. come on, I man. Just, I just want to see where his, his platform goes from here. Um, um, I just want to see where it goes from here. Will he use it for uh, better things after, you know, criticizing Stephen A? Will he use it to uplift uh, black men and black males um, and that sort of thing? I want to see where it takes off from here, uh, being that I'm, I'm understanding that I guess his rants are over. Hopefully, he can take this platform to another level where it empowers black men because, you know, he did just, you know, uh, you know he, he disrespected them, uh, but, you know, uh, he just, I, in his instance, he was turning to uh, the disrespect because he's been disrespected for so long. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. If you, got, if you got something else, I think we can end it right here, man. We've been running out. Yeah, the only thing I got to say is this last thing. The only thing that's disrespectful about you, Kwame Brown, is your stats. Very disrespectful. Because I'm I'm standing on that. Your stats to me speak for your NBA career. That's just the only thing with me, because I think as a player, been in the league for 13 seasons, you should have improved on something. On something. You're right. You're seven feet tall. But guess what? It was a lot of better seven footers back in the day when you was playing. Yeah, it was. But uh So I mean, I mean you should have you should have you should have improved on your craft and we wouldn't be talking about this. All I know is Kwame Brown has been a bust in the NBA. I knew that. <laughs> I mean, I knew that. I mean, yeah, I'm man. just saying I did know that and I don't understand that he knows that he was a bust. The only thing I can say about Kwame Brown for his for you for him, period. You didn't improve in your craft. Whoever your people was, was advising you was terrible. You should have fired them years ago. Because if I was one of the ones advising you, you would have stayed in the gym. You would have been down down low, seven foot tall center. You'd stay down low. You got more than averaging more than six points. Averaging more than six rebounds. Feels I'm just great. saying, I don't understand who was advising him at that time. That's yeah. my only problem. I appreciate he didn't say nothing for 20 years because I don't think I could have stayed silent for 20 years. I'm going to end it right there. Thanks for watching. Rep your side as usual. Tune in, tune in. We have now created a blog. Tune in to that. It's going to be some lit content on there. Also, 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 don't forget to like and subscribe. We're the hottest sports podcast out. Man, big dog running the show. Let's get it popping, man, and rep your side. Thanks for watching. Thank you.